Go. We can all do this in harmony. What do you think? <laughs> Come on, Pat. Come on, Dan. Beer, man, beer. Welcome back to Beer, man, beer. Jay Kettles. Jay Kettles, I'm sorry. Called you That's by your government. Right. We're good. Oh, I slipped. I slipped. Hey, we got some comedians to drink some beer with us tonight. Well, well, uh, Pat brought a designated drinker with him. Absolutely. Oh, Dan Dan is a star in his own right. He's just going to drink beer, too. <laughs> in studio, we have comedian, writer, podcaster, radio personality, Pat Oates. We, we needed a drum roll for that, man. Pat, oh, That's oh, man. I'm not worth a drum roll. I think sure you are. Like a I drum Danish, are. maybe, sure or something. But like... Of course, also Dan coffee. Brown is with us. Dan, hey, Brown. Dan has all those things. He's an animator, musician. Yeah, comedian. he made cartoons and shit. Yeah, right? well, yeah well, they're not good cartoons. But you're not the author, like of the. Uh... I get that a lot. Um, no. I, well, wish... I I said that to Johnny B. I was like, uh, is he the author? Yes, my roommate is the author of the Da Vinci Code. You guys live it's together. It's not going well. What's it like two comedians living together? Uh, it's, it's what is it like when you just sit in a car with me? It's the same shit. <laughs> I talk, I talk a lot, and then Dan goes, "Okay." And I did, I did sit in a car with Pat Oates this past Saturday. Yeah, we had a nice, we had a good show. That was fun. That I was got a fun huge show. feedback. Really fun show. By the yeah. way, just got feedback from him. They loved you. Really? Loved really? Good. I thought it was all right. No, they loved the whole show. No, <laughs> no, you were okay. great. You, you and Ryan oh. both did fantastically. Oh, yeah, right. Ryan was very funny, man. Yeah. And he had to shit his pants. I guess the entire time he had his stomach hurt. And he had it. So it was funny. You were finishing up. You said you were going to finish on a rap. So I didn't know you were going to do two raps. Yeah. So when you went to go do the Wendy's rap, I said, Ryan goes, I go, he's going to, um, Oh no! I said you're. I, I was like, oh, he's probably gonna do two raps. Mm-hmm. So I said to Ryan, I said you got plenty of time. He's only on his first rap. So Ryan went to the bathroom. Then right after that rap, I you said, right to my second hey, rap. Huh? Well, right after that, you just said, uh, okay, you guys ready for a show? And I'm he's in the bathroom. Well, I was gonna shit. save my second rap for in between you guys. Right. But... So I'm like going to Ryan. I'm trying to get Ryan. But I don't know what to do. I don't know which bathroom we went into. So I just waved my finger at you. Yeah, you're I like, stole. Right, that's second rap. Oh, you did. You nailed it. So, like a true pro. Oh, and they loved it. They loved you. Cool. It great. It was a fun show. Hey, I want to shout out to our boy Matthew Knight from Matthew Night and Knight. Day Brewing, who gave us some beer for the show today. And uh, if you want to check out I Matt and his wait. delicious beers, April 27th at the Brewers Ball. At Bad Sons in Derby. Bad Sons uh, in 34. Derby, man. You know why it's called Bad Sons? I love that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, you, you it's tell a us shout us. out to the Valley, we, man. We never, we never said it on the show, so go ahead. Oh, it's the stupidest. That is a Valley thing. It's like, where's where we're from? B is for Beacon Falls. A is for Antonio. <laughs> D is for Derby. S is for Shelton. And Seymour. And Seymour was fucking the first S. There's an acronym, man. No, but Seymour and Shelton argue who's the first S. Shelton. Oxford. Nogatuck, which I've never, I grew up in the valley, never counted Nogatuck in the goddamn valley. I know it's called Nogatuck Valley, they don't count. Yeah. Beacon Falls also, go away. You're not in the valley. It's a cesspool, man. No, the valley was Seymour, Shelton, Nogatuck was always a cesspool. Yes. It, and especially Route 8 when you're driving by that part that yeah. smells like a yeast factory for no reason. <laughs> that thing. That's the yes. grossest smell in the world. It's just beautiful scenery. It just smells like someone's legs died. It's like, <laughs> that, that, that Take was really that, the, Route uh, 8. The, <laughs> the BF Goodrich factory was. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I popped the first growler. And uh, let's start over here with Dan. All right, what do we got, Johnny B? Uh, we have. What's our first pour? We got a little chocolate coconut stout. Oh, uh, yeah. Kay's going to look up all the info. He's going to tell you all about this stout. I'm gonna... I wasn't ready because I was listening to all these great stories. There right? are great stories. 
What happened to bear? bear? All right, so the chocolate coconut, coconut. chocolate coconut, seven percent ABV, brewed with cacao nibs, fresh toasted coconut. Mmm, tasty. It See, just sounds like that. Just sounds like what you'd say in a porn for a black lady's nipples. Cacao nibs. Cacao <laughs> nibs. <laughs> That's all you're giving. Come on, dude. Really? What? Come on, hit me with. Oh, that. I, I didn't. I didn't know if you're still nah, doing the keto or not. Yeah, fuck that. Man. Fuck the kid. Thank you. Listen, you know what? I got bored of it. Yeah. I, I can't drink beer. I got to drink beer. You got to drink beer, man. They, you can't have a name like K- they, Kettles. They, they don't make keto beer. beer or anything it like that. It could be Keto Kettles. Keto Kettles. If you had to be. Absolutely. Oh, the head on you this see, is amazing. See, Pedos, now beers have a, as many flavors as ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I don't even want ice cream to have many flavors. It's just a fuck. Ice cream is fine. Just make one, and you're fine. When man. you say Dan Brown, you, Dan's going to take a big old sip here. Gonna... The head? Beautiful head. It's a beautiful head, man. Beautiful head. Do you enjoy the head, Dan? Yeah, I love his head. <laughs> 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 it's like four dudes in Vegas at a strip club. It's like, you like that head? Yeah, it was a good head. Thanks for paying for it. Do you like the color? It's good color, I like the color. What does the color mean? I like the head, but I like the cacao nibs. It means it's this dark oil color, which means it's going to be damn tasty. It's going to be damn tasty, especially because it was made by Matt Knight. Nothing whiter in the world than me just watching three white men. Hold stout ah, and stare at the head. It's got a That's, lovely bouquet. Ooh. This is good. Now, I want to know, Keg, what do you think of this compared to the chocolate cherry? Don't do not do that to me. Uh, well, you know, did. Because I'm going to have to tell you I like the chocolate cherry. The chocolate cherry a little better? That, that sounds like if Sensational Cherry were blackface. See, <laughs> chocolate cherry. See, I'm getting a lot of the, the, the cacao <laughs> nibs. I'm getting a lot of the chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting no much coconut? Of the coconut. You don't get the coconut? Really? You get the coconut then? I don't really taste the coconut. See? Rub it on your I... skin and see if you smell like suntan lotion. All right. All right. <laughs> what is, wait, what is a nib? <laughs> it's a nib. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a nibble. <laughs> a nibble of chocolate. Oh. I'm it's just thinking like a, like a nipple that excretes. No, nib. I, I'm turning into a nip. It's a nib, NIB. All right. The Tory is NIB. He was the uh, he was a large man. <laughs> Isn't he dead? He's been dead for a while, for supposedly. A while. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. It's yeah, like he was with Tupac, They're right? all going to come back one Tupac, day. Tupac, both Tupac, had a, yeah. They both went on vacation together. I'm, I'm not tipping a 40 to him either. No? Because that, that's a waste of beer. Oh, to who? We so don't tip the whole 40. To, uh... Well, we don't want to pour... You got carpet. To the yeah, yeah. to the, to the B.I.G. and, uh... You don't pour a 40. You just pour a little out for the whole I'll pour a little down my throat for, uh, Biggie. Big up to Brooklyn. There we go. He's been dead too long to have a pour out. But let me say... You toast him at this point. It's easy. You toast him. This does have a nice toasted flavor to it. Yes. I don't taste the coconut, though. Really? I kind of do. I, Sorry, I Matt. You know what? If you want to pour it out to anybody, you can pour it out to me since, according to your podcast, Sam Hunter fucking killed me off. Sam Hunter did kill you off. Now, in fairness... Let me tell you something. Yeah, that was fucking weird. He he, uh, <laughs> he came on with, with these big guns. I'm gonna We're going to take people down. Yeah. And uh, he got a little too big balls. Yeah. And then he backs up and says, can you cut out some stuff? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want... I don't want anybody to know what I said about my boss. Oh! Yeah. Stay Puff Marshmallow Hack wanted to yell at me and fucking come out here and be a tough guy. First of all, I could tell what he was doing, though. He was being nice. Yes. He was doing that to people he likes, and I get it. But I, yes, That's why exactly. when I was talking to Johnny, Johnny's like, what do you think of the show? I go, I, I love the idea, but it's going to ruin a lot of young comics because they're going to get drunker and get some balls and then call you and do exactly what they did. And you're, he's lucky he went to you. I don't edit shit. You do that, you're fucked. Dude, I get, I get out of the gym. Johnny calls me. He goes, 
I got some bad news. I'm like, what's up? He's like, oh, Sam Hunter called. He's like freaking out because of the shit he said about his boss. And he wants it cut out. And I'm like, dude, I'm sitting in the fucking CVS parking lot. <laughs> well, I like I, better I, is that I, you're what, right when now. I, when I get there, I'll do it. But I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to rush. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. if it gets out. But even so, right now, I like the fact that you, I would have figured you'd be on here going, Sam said a thing. Can't say what you're like. It's about his boss. <laughs> I'm saying he yelled at me about killing. I think we know what the fuck was about. Right? <laughs> so he so killed now, everyone he loved. I'm just a little hurt that he so, didn't want to kill me. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah up, he man. You. So now Jim Sharkey, Sam. Jim Sharkey's like, no, that was fucking gold. Got to leave it in there. We're like, yeah, we gotta take it out. <laughs> yeah, Jim Sharkey knows right. podcast gold. He does not know comedy gold, but he definitely knows. He, he, does, he has he fake comedy gold, but real podcast. Oh, we, gold. we had we had a fucking blast with. No, him. he's great it, it, on it was, here. Oh, it was awesome. On we, stage, we had, we had a fun time. Fuck you, Jim Sharkey. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. What Jim used to do at Joker's Wild all the time was he'd bring a newspaper with him and he'd walk over to an old lady or some black woman and go, "Here, read this during my set because you're gonna hate me." Or a magazine. He'd hand it to him and he'd go on stage and after you would think like, it's a joke, but thirty seconds in, they're reading the fucking thing. They're like, yeah, "He's right. We fucking hate this." Where's the bad? I was just mad he didn't hand out more magazines. You know what I mean? It's like we we all need a magazine. When was the last time you did stand up at uh, Casa Zero last year? That yeah. was the last time. Oh, the yeah. show I was a member of that shit. Who's there? there? Holy shit, Dan, you should have seen this bullshit. So he, he goes, I went up and hosted, and I hosted the fuck out of the yes, show. Yes, it was a, they were kind of rowdy. It, it was a fun crowd, but they're drinking, they're having fun. I got them quiet. I got them listening. They were fucking applauding. They were into it. Sharky, I got them, we love you, by the way. I got them listening right away. And then Sharky goes, Hold my beer, and walks up and, and goes on stage. And it starts, first of all, walks around and hands everybody a picture. Walks around to every table giving them something to, now that was something to fucking look at then he goes up and he starts just t- doing I think it was pedophile then homophobic or was it homophobic then pedophile uh, but anyway, no I think it was pedophile then homophobic yes and I think ter- no and I think school shooting in the pedophile if I do believe right I think he did kill them off and then uh, then said by that we gotta start recording your shows by the way because I, I, we have to go back to the tape <laughs> and he started looking at this, this is the one good thing about being sober uh, <laughs> because at that show I, I was not sober this shit so but um, we, we were in the back fighting so he um so then he goes up and he goes everybody look at this picture and then he brings a woman on stage he starts shitting on her being weird he got everybody fired up again and i went in the back to go light him right oh, so i was trying to show him the light and, a, and um a guy goes sit the fuck down i go to me he goes no the guy on stage sit the fuck down you know, like, <laughs> and someone else goes oh yeah and I, I lit him and he goes he goes all right a couple more minutes and someone's like now and then he just <laughs> And he didn't. Then he just ran away after. He, but when he, he he actually drove me there, he picked me up, and he was beyond high. So he was just like, that made sense that he was doing that. So oh yeah, I went to the bathroom. He goes, "You smoke?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "Oh, all right." I'm like, I just have to go to the bathroom. We posed. Like, okay. There was a, a fake gazebo thing. I think you stand in front of for like for weddings. Oh, for weddings. Yeah. And we all stood in front of that and took wedding photos. Me and Jim Sharkey have a wedding photo now. It's excellent. That's cute. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I, I was on. We, um, we need that wedding photo. I want to see. We got to put it on our wall. <laughs> I was on Jim's uh, last episode. So if you want to check out the Lone Shark podcast, he does an interview with the Tampon Man. Is and, he still alive? He's alive. If you want to Where catch up he? with the Tampon Man, check is out. Is he still in Bridgeport? Or is no, he... he's in Arizona. Oh, but he, it's witness actually, protection. It's drier <laughs> climate for a tampon. I, I hear they <laughs> they don't like. But, but the thing is, I never understood that he had a maxi pad stuck to his head. It's not a tampon. Yeah, I, he, he didn't explain that. But um, I the maxi pad man does not sound good. <laughs> Re- remember when he got into that big brawl downtown Shelton? Yes. That was insane. Was that he created a riot downtown Shelton. Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. yes, he yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, down at the old pear punt. I thought it was oh, a Oh, yeah. 
I was a, I was a kid, and I was, I remember, high, but like high school age, whatever it was, because I don't know how old he is, but he started. He was on the uh, public access thing, real a long, like yeah, a while. Yeah, let's explain to anybody yeah. who doesn't know. Tampon Man was a shock jock in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s on public access TV, and uh, was it? I think it was even earlier than that. I no, want to tell was, you, it was like early to mid '90s. Yeah, I'm telling you, I was, I was yeah. definitely in high school, and I yeah. heard about it. My my uh, grandfather lived in in Milford on on uh, Broadway, and so we were, it was right there on the beach, and I would go there on the weekends, and I was I was staying for a week one time and saw public access, and that was the first. With the with the phone number underneath in the green shitty background, yeah, yeah, yeah. tampon man just yelling crazy shit. And my <laughs> grandma was like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, I don't know. And it's like he, he looked at it, he goes, "Turn that off." I'm like, "Yeah, it's good." <laughs> You're right. Okay. <laughs> He's probably mad it wasn't porn. He's like, "No, I'm watching porn like a man. Stop watching tampon man." Yeah, but Jim, um, Jim uh, wants to come back on the show because he found uh, some beer that is made with uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh no! And oh, says, no. Once he gets his hand on those balls, he's gonna come back to the studio, and we're gonna have to try some. Uh, <laughs> Ball flavored beer. If, any, if I can think of one person who wanted to drink testicles, it's Jim Shark. <laughs> Is he bringing Angie with him? Yeah, because just in that's case he needed any uh, appliances fixed or. Uh, that's good. My toilet might need a little something. You know, yeah. something's wrong with the sink. She could fix. His girlfriend anything. fixed my toilet. Nice. She. she, she if you was... know what I mean. No, sorry. It's not <laughs> nope. Simple as she fixed my toilet. <laughs> she. She was cool. She was really cool. Very cool. Very cool. But what was the? Was she that bored? Well, yeah. she, she, she was How did that come out she, where you found out she needed the toilet fixing and she could do it? She because she went to the bathroom it. and uh, <laughs> next thing you know she comes out she's like, oh, I fixed your toilet. And I'm like, oh, great. And then she like took her glasses, she brought them in, she washed oh, them, nice. and brought them back. <laughs> the only yeah, time I've ever great. done that at a party is when I took a shit so bad that it broke and I'm like, oh, I fixed your toilet kind of. It doesn't flush like, anymore. I fixed it that way. I dropped the steamer <laughs> in the back. Dude, where's, I, I, we need more beer. Here's more beer. Because this is... I'm not sure this about actually, the coconut I, I'm piece, surprised. Man, this stuff I never really drank great. at a time where beer came in a wine bottle. Yeah, this it is a growler. Like a well, these, these are well, you can call oh, it a name out. You could you could give it a tough bear name yeah, like growler. It's a wine bottle. <laughs> it's a 750 milliliter bottle. It's a very nice bottle indeed. indeed. They're called a. No, I, got I think they're called a large format bottle. Oh, that's to be, to be technical and snooty. That is snooty indeed. No, uh, Pat, you mentioned uh, Sensational Sherry earlier. Yes. And that uh, makes me think of... Uh, Bundy. This past Monday, my on my birthday, we lost the great King Kong Bundy. Do you what, have any what, what uh, King Kong Bundy memories you'd like to share here? Well, I, the first time I ever uh, went to a live wrestling event, King Kong Bundy fought Uncle Elmer at the New Haven Coliseum. And that was the the the, the poundage. Ah. It was the big poundage match. And they went out there. Bundy obviously got the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, did all the good heel stuff. But um, Big John Stud came for a run out, and then uh, and then uh, Hillbilly Jim came, and the place popped like crazy to come and get take a kick his butt. But Bundy got the, the cheap win at the end. But I remember watching that. That Did was all for the five count. Or just it was no, not on Uncle Elmer. Not no, that. No, no. This is when Uncle Elmer was uh, getting. He was only there for a little bit. They weren't going to do the five count on Uncle Elmer. So no, no. Uncle wow. Elmer, if you don't, Dave, you don't know, Hillbilly Jim was exactly what it sounds like they found a man who was a hillbilly and called him jim and then he would he wear overalls he'd wrestle now he, he's on xm radio right oh and he, he was remember and when he was on that show that uh wb was doing on the network the uh when they stayed in the house or that one yeah yeah, the yeah first legends house yeah. yeah legends house or whatever he, he started being all sad and weird or whatever but they wanted to market the hillbilly thing was working so good they're like how do we make more money and then they got uncle elmer which is supposed to be his uncle and it was just this 400 pound fat white trash bumpkin fuck and could, could not move this guy could not wrestle couldn't do shit oh, so yeah. he came and bundy bundy could there wasn't the guy who could move but bundy could definitely sell you you 
you felt was you hated him and you wanted to hate him. Oh yeah, you hated Bundy. He looked like Absolutely. a thumb with tits. And <laughs> yeah. she was like, like with tits. I mean, think about it. I mean, he he did some huge things. I mean, he main evented WrestleMania. WrestleMania with too. Main event. I mean, like, yeah. then he, Blue Cage. He, he did, I mean, when you listen to Bruce Pritchard and stuff like that, now they talk about how it's not the same as now when you're putting guy in a main event. Hogan needed big people. They built big people mm-hmm. just to fight Hogan, but still they trusted him. And for a long time before that, AWA and stuff like that, Bundy was quite the performer. And then start doing stand-up when he retired yeah. and I, I had heard he was pretty funny I heard yeah Gino Bisconti did some shows with him he said he was pretty good really? um, Keg Kettles and myself saw King Kong Bunny wrestle The Undertaker at Wrestlemania 11 Ooh. in Hartford we were in the 11th row one of Undertaker's oh, worst Wrestlemania matches <laughs> I forgot all about that yeah, Bundy because was, uh, I remember uh, Lawrence Taylor in the uh, yeah, Bundy, Bundy was part of that too because Bundy was on the uh, wow. million dollar I, team I uh, don't recall that yeah oh we were drinking too oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely had a few cannibals of that one I watched. You that. know what? We have not done a lot of cannonballs, man. No, uh, I think yeah. we've been kind of weak probably on cannonballs. When I listened to the Sam Hunter episode, you guys did a lot of cannonballs. That's why Sam, yeah. Sam we, did what he did. We did a lot of cannonballs with, uh, with Sharky. Sharky, and I think we Sharky did a lot. brought his own cannonballs with him. Oh, nice. Sharky brought uh, Jello man. shots, keto friendly Jello shots. Uh, yeah. Was, oh, those right. things were awesome. They were like Jolly Rancher candies. Oh, oh awesome. would man. you like to join us in a cannonball? Sure. You want to take it right from the bottle, or do you want a glass? I'm taking a glass, I guess. Yeah. I wouldn't trust these folks. It's kind of gay. No, no, he's not gay. That, I didn't say, say he was gay. I said it's kind of gay. At the New Haven Coliseum, when I watched that one, the, the match I loved the most was... Um, That's a place that I missed the most. Yeah, I, I went to... When I was a kid, uh, we would go to the, the Cub Scouts. We, I was in that. We, yeah, Nighthawks. Nighthawks games yeah, all the time. All the time. Awesome. Best yeah. fights ever at a Nighthawks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, say the jungle? Oh. Yeah. No. Absolutely, you get beard that was those on things, your back. They, you'd buy seats way up high, and then just after like one period, walk down to the front, and no one cared. And it was just great. Things were cheap. It was fun. It, was, it, it wasn't scary. You know what I mean? You could go down. It was, I mean, it might have been, but it just didn't feel it. I was a kid, so I just didn't really. Oh, yeah. But we went to that wrestling match. The best one was, it was um, uh, the Dream Team. So, uh, Bar- Barber and uh, Hammer and Greg wow. Val- and uh, Jimmy Hart, th- six-man tag against um, uh, Junkyard Dog. Tito Santana and the Hades kid, and it's the little <laughs> tiny midget guy, and the, and the midget slammed Jimmy Hart, and it was a fucking great. I I'll never forget that in my life. Wow. You so you grew up going to New Haven Coliseum for all the wrestling. I did I only too. went a couple times. We didn't really? go much, but I remember the couple times I went. Yeah, I'd so. make my dad take me. You know, my dad hated it, but uh, he'd well, take we, me we saw a few over there as well. Yep. yep. I saw but, um, uh, I saw WrestleMania the first one at New Haven Coliseum on the uh, oh, closed close circuit, yep. closed circuit thing. My but when I was growing up, this kid Matt, I grew up in a rich town, but I had no money. Yeah. My buddy, my Matt Rinaldi, his dad wanted to go go see it, you know so he brought us. He was in like where, Florida. Where'd you, where'd you grow up? I grew in Cheshire. Oh, Cheshire. Oh, yeah. yes. So, um, and they brought a, um, and he brought us to go see that, and we got to sit. And it's weird because you're just in a coliseum. It's not the wrestling's not there. It's just a big screen fucking TV, and you're just watching wrestling in this thing. But they only had it. That's how there was no pay per view back then. Hmm. So that's the way they would do. They would do, they would put in certain areas. You could go there and pay buy a ticket and vend. And the people going to vendors are going around selling you all this shit. But there was no wrestling to watch there. You're yeah. just watching this yeah. big screen thing. But it was cool to be there. I, I remember I saw um, uh, George the Animal Steel versus Danny Davis with Mr. T. Yeah, dangerous Danny Davis. <laughs> he uh, he, he uh, just got hired by who? I think WWE hired him back in. Oh, did they? Yeah, really? they hired Bruce Pritchard too. He just got yeah, hired. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a good. Point. Well, they did that because of the, what Conrad just did. Yeah. So, Dan, what do you know about wrestling? Not so I idea. only know, like, the basics. You know, me and Pat could go crazy on wrestling. So Sorry. Yeah, that. I'll tell you what we'll do. I see, I see Johnny. I get fired up. So I was like... <laughs> 
Did you hear? We'll take a whiz break. We'll come back. We'll talk some live music. Talk live comedy. All kinds of other stuff. Try more beers, too. Oh, yeah. One more beer, man. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. We'll be back on beer, man. Beer. That's good. Cool. Oh, yeah. Right, we're back. Drinking some chocolate cherry stout. Chocolate cherry stout. Which he has dubbed Imperial Stout. It is Imperial. This is a spectacular batch, by the way. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. Wow. I like it. Thank you, Matthew Knight, for uh, the delicious beer. Now, you like the chocolate cherry more than the chocolate coconut. Yes. Is it because you like cherry more than coconut, or is it? Well, I, yeah, I, I do like the cherry. It's right. good. What do you say, Dan Brown? I like this one better. It's a little less bitter, and uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, I think I just like it a little more. The All cacao right. nibs are bitter. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So now, th- now, we tried this before on the show, and it was totally a hit. But there was yeah. more cherry in the last batch than this yeah. batch. But that, that was something that he did say that uh, wasn't going to be in this batch. Yes. It was yes. a little less cherry. But you, you so, taste the cherry on the back end, right? I do. I the do. cacao nibs. Mwah! Imagine <laughs> <laughs> if your life was all about speaking about batches. <laughs> Just going up to folks like, sorry, this last batch was out. Do you mean cookies, sir? It's like, no, I make some beer cacao batches. nibs rubbed on your face. Yeah. <laughs> now let's get to let's, let's 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 talk to Dan Brown a little bit. Dan, you're a musician, right? What do you What do you play? I usually play originals. Like I occasionally I'll play like a a Beatles song or I try to do a Led Zeppelin song, but I, I most of the time I try to do my own original stuff. Nice. Now, now what instruments do you play? I play guitar. My guitar is my main instrument. Mm-hmm. I used to be really good with the harmonica, but I don't practice that one as much. And then drums, I just So like a like, John Popper kind of a thing. Not that good. Oh. But, I feel, <laughs> but I think he Are you uh, Huey Lewis good on the harmonica? Uh, oh yeah, Huey Lewis too, huh? Yeah. I think there's like a special harmonica where that gives you all the notes, and I think that's what John Popper plays. But I just play the one with the the one scale, and I just like guy in prison harmonica. Yeah, like, imagine the remember those TV shows that always be a guy with harmonica just oh, yeah. so sad. Oh, in the like, what are you sad for? You got a harmonica. Yeah, I don't know why he's not Pat Oates sad. No. <laughs> no, 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 no one's that sad. No, I have no harmonica. Uh, yeah, I just started playing the drums, and I. I, I'm 40, so like... No fucking way! Yeah. Dude! What? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, wow! Like, my body Whoa, Dan, just, you can fuck these guys! Yeah, I'm, I'm totally gonna nail them after this. But, uh, like Jim my, Sharkey, you hear that? <laughs> my body just doesn't keep up with... Like, I don't have the stamina and, like, my foot... I Like, my my body is just trash from years of hiking. Like, I used to climb up Mount Monadnock every year, and I'd be jumping down every boulder. Oh, hold on. Let's, whoa, let's whoa, go back whoa, to, whoa. To, to what? Where's where's Monadnock? It's in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. It's, like, kind of lower. Is it New Hampshire or New Hampshire? It depends how fancy you want to be. Oh. I used to, as a kid, climb Mount the Big Cock, and uh, that was a terrible camp. It was a terrible camp, and I got really sore. You're all, you're forty? Yeah, I just turned like, forty like, like two, like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, I got fucked by a guy. Oh, wow, <laughs> I can't. But like my foot, it de- like it doesn't. It, it when it moves, like the, the bones grind and they don't. They sound unpleasant. So I. Well, he I is forty. Yeah. Yeah, if I don't practice like regularly, I you know I can't move. So I'm I'm really struggling. I think I might have to cheat because I'm recording an album. And I might have to cheat and have like a computer. 
straighten out all my beats. Or have a stand-in foot. Yeah, I could. Yeah. What amazing yeah. hair you have for 40. Oh, thanks. You know, well, me and Potatoes hair. were bald when we were 19, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was a choice at we 19. Got it's not a choice now. But it was definitely a choice back in the day. But now, mm-hmm. it would, it would, I would look like every janitor or like a young George Costanza. <laughs> I would look like. Don't forget your fourth greatest instrument, and I'm not shitting you. Dan is the greatest whistler of all times. Oh, can I hear some whistling? No, Dan, I mean, I get to hear this every day, and it is like, it's like living with like like Pavarotti, but whistling. That's, it, it, that's, that's amazing. Me. I got to hear some It's some of the great. It's not going to come through the mic, probably is good, but he's one of the greatest whistlers. You just need, he can whistle anything. I mean, let, let, let it go. I don't want to put you on the spot. No, no, put him on the spot. I'd like to hear some whistling. Let's go. Yeah. Holy f- He's a Jimmy Page of whistling. Yeah, he's fucking Italian. He's amazing. My, my, oh, shit. That was my, my girlfriend has been saying she wants to sign you up for there's a California whistling comedy. Like, you are the greatest whistler of all times. There's actually a competition for that? Yeah, there's a whole thing. And he's like, I'm telling you, I get to listen to that all day. And he hears anything, it's just that, and it's like amazing. I never get tired of it. It's incredible. And you try jerking off to it, it's the best soundtrack <laughs> in the world. You're in the other room, he has no idea. I'm oh, sorry, Dan, but it's like, it's the best whistling. That, that is a good whistling, man. I whistle at work and people tell me to shut up. No, I've I never shut this up. To me, like I'd work, when I worked at Guitar Center, I'd just be in the back room whistling, and I, all of a sudden I hear, Dan, shut the F up. And like they just, like I just look how, hear. Look how kind he was. That's yeah. so cute. But no, he just somehow thinks that this is a good show. Listen, you can swear <laughs> on this. You can swear on this. <laughs> like, people who, who, I, who work with me every day, they tend to hate it, though. I've lived with you for a couple of years now, and I'm yeah. not, never one time. My kids think it's the best to like fucking date, and then especially like we're on the car, and sometimes the radio won't be on. You'll just whistle, and I'll forget the radio. I'm like, I'm gonna change the. Oh no, let's just dance face. <laughs> you take requests with whistling. I mean, can, can you do like bird know. noises and stuff? <laughs> he doesn't know like, a lot like, of songs. Like bird whistles. Come on. Can you do some AC/DC? Bird calls. Uh, I think a red tail hawk goes. Or something like that. Uh, that was kind of weak. Do it yeah, again. It was. I can do like Come a. Weak, I used to do a noise when I was. The only thing I could do with whistling is when I was in a car with my mom when I was younger. I would do a noise that made her think the car was breaking down, and so I would go. And she was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, oh, "I don't know. It's a car." And she'd pull over and. I stay. Huh. I can't whistle for nothing. That's amazing. Now, do you whistle out or in? Both. See, I yeah, I do that too. And you're like, what the fuck? I, I like going in is a little tougher, but I can get better sound. But out, I can't really. Do you whistle out or in, Keg Kettles? Uh, normally out. Normally out. He's an Audi. Keg Kettles is an Audi. Yes, but I do have an Annie. <laughs> He's whistling I'm, out of the closet. When I'm trying to be less I obnoxious, not. I whistle in. But if I'm like just working somewhere, and like like if I was in a, like some warehouse or something, and I didn't care who was around, I would probably just whistle as loud as I wanted to. But it, it depends on how much air I need. Like, if I run out of breath, I, I whistle in. Nice. You got to breathe sometimes. Yeah. So you go to a lower altitude. You're the Michael Phelps of whistling. That, I, would, I don't think I would ever join a whistling competition. Oh, I, fuck off. Don't, don't just do it for the game. I, do, <laughs> don't be so humble. Yeah, what the fuck? I think Jordan just said, I just shoot in my backyard. Like, just, give me some more. I just oh, remember. More beer. More beer coming. More beer. There was this WPLR show I, I heard a long time ago where they were just talking about like world whistling champions and they were just trashing the people about what losers they were and just that's just jealousy raging through <laughs> yeah i don't i, I i've always been, i've been self-conscious ever oh, since i think you should incorporate whistling in your act i, I mean i always i do I, my favorite thing you do and stash got to hear it the other day when he came over because when you're downstairs in the basement doing your thing playing the drums he, he can whistle 
while he's playing drums. So he'll whistle one tune and then drum to something totally different. Like, fuck uh, rubbing your stomach in your head shit. Wait, wait. Like, yeah, he whistles a song and then drums well, something completely different. It's the same song, but... No. Right here? No, you, we, it's, like it's the same song to you because you're saying it's the parts of the song. Most people would have to whistle and oh, drum the same beat. They couldn't do that. No. I, 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 like, if I'm trying to figure something out, I need to whistle so I keep track of where I am in the song so I can write the drum parts that. Yeah, so he whistles it. the song and then drums the drum parts while he's whistling the song. And I'm hearing that. I'm, I'm seriously, like, this is fucking That's best. amazing. It's the best. Now, do you have a band? He's the band. band. You do it all yourself, right? Pretty much. You're I, like a one man rush. I guess. I, I'm, well, but good. <laughs> fuck so Eddie Lee. Fuck him. You don't like Rush? I like Neil. Fuck Eddie Lee. You don't like Eddie Lee, huh? No. Because no. he sounds like Gollum and he's just always doing weird shit. <laughs> Tom Tom Sawyer was a mean, mean man. Fuck you. He wasn't even shit. Okay, how mad people are getting. Fuck Rush. Get, Neil's a genius. The other two are garbage. Are you anti-Canadian? Yes. No. no. Leave. That's, that's why fuck test. See, that's why <laughs> Sam got you, the kill. You go now. You go now. Big big rush fan. You leave. Big rush fan. Is there a band you're I know I know what band you're a huge fan of. Which band do I know? I know. I know because I pay attention. You are a huge fan of Air Supply. I do like Air Supply. <laughs> yeah. Kick through. Look at that. I don't know. I didn't see that coming. I listen to the bridge on XM. And they play a lot of Air Supply. I dig them. Now uh, do you know what other stand up comic is a huge Air Supply fan? Somebody not funny, probably. No, no, she's, she's actually, very, actually, she's you know very funny. They're, they're back on tour. I heard they were going on tour. I saw someone had a Facebook yeah. Live of the the concert. And awesome. I was just I was a kid, and I first heard them, a little kid, and I said to my mom, "That's the most beautiful lady voice ever." And she goes, "That's, that's not that, a lady. That's, a dude. that's not that's a dude. dude. Like, that dude has the best lady voice ever." <laughs> I'm all out of love. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. So good. Claudia Stavola. Oh, okay, fan. there you go. Huge fan. Makes sense. And. Claudia does not have an iPhone yet or a smartphone. She has a flip phone, and inside her flip phone, a picture. Nice. A picture of Air Supply. Old school with the big fro and everything. Nice. Yes, yes. Awesome. So good. I like Air Supply. My favorite band is Foo Fighters. That's who I like. That's I'm a good band. Good I'm band. a huge Dave Grohl fan. I, 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 I wasn't a, I'm not a Cobain guy. If I listen to Nirvana, it's because I like Grohl, and I, I just think he's amazing and everything he's ever done. So it's like, oh, them he's, he's a great musician. Incredible. It's like. Incredible live. It's on with the, with the Chili Peppers. And that the documentary, the Foo Fighters documentary, I'll be watching that on Netflix. It's fantastic. To learn that he could have been a heartbreaker. He was going to make that move and decided to do his own thing instead. Hmm. It was crazy. It's like I gotta check it out. Now, do you check out much live music, or do you? Uh... No, I don't. I don't like to go anything like wrestling. I've only gone like five times. I don't go to live sporting events. I think TV's doing it right. I really do. <laughs> I do. I, I'm not, I like announcers. I like story. I like things like that. So football, I'd rather watch it warm in front of something. I don't want to be out there cold, dry. You can go outside and get drunk cold anytime and not pay for it. Oh, being out there cold and drunk is the best. Man. See, <laughs> I don't drink anymore anyway, so like, that but wasn't still, even fun. being out there cold is fine, too. Nah, I, yeah. I can sit inside and just enjoy and listen to announcers better angles, all that. Same thing with wrestling. Instead right, of yeah, music, wrestling, I'd rather I, I just listen. Like I, like, I wouldn't watch a pay-per-view. In the, I want to see what's going on and hear the commentary and all that. But I do like an indie show, a re, especially right. the indie show, because it's like going to the local comedy shows. Right. You, know? you see the you see them on their way up. You know, when I was uh, in college, I went to Southern, and uh, when I played rugby, we there used to be a bar. It's not around anymore on Whaley called Village Pub, and we used to have the different. We were the door guys there. The rugby team would take turns who the door guy was, and there was this band called The Village that played there, and they were fucking amazing. And another guy, a good buddy of mine, Dave Morgan, had a band called Morgan Scott, and he was the bartender there too. And these two bands were like better than anything I was hearing on the radio. I get to listen to them every Wednesday, and that was cool. But 
but like that was enjoyed. But like at concerts when I I went in college, like I saw um, Wu Tang and Rage together at the. Um, <laughs> that was, that was on the show. Yeah, that was one of the most insane things. You understand? It got so crazy. <laughs> the bonfires and, and the fire and, and, and the lawn. ripping oh, the yeah. fences apart. Oh yeah, the people that were coming up from the street from the street ripping the fences awesome. down and just the mud thing and just beating. Oh, it was insane. Yeah, he had the uh, SWAT team coming in, beating people up and shit. Oh, it was awesome. I saw Metallica there for the King Nothing one, and uh, when uh, Jerry Cantrell opened for them, and he did a whole half of the Dark Side of the Moon to open. For, it was fucking unbelievable. Wow. That was really cool, but um, and then King Nothing sucked. But, uh, but uh, you guys are right though. This is amazing. Th- this is the chocolate, chocolate cherry. Matt, the chocolate cherry is the bomb. Even though he said the cherry wasn't in it. No, no, no. Well, a, he, he said it was. It was. A, it a lose mild, the cherry taste after a while. Mild. mild, mild the first cherry. concert I ever saw was uh, ninety-six point five had a uh, summer bash thing, and it was Inner Circle who sang "Bad Boys, What You Gonna Do?" And jo- <laughs> Jordy, do you remember? He was a fi- he was a five-year-old French kid that sang "Ooh la la, baby." It was like him and someone else. That was the first. Like, I didn't go to concerts for a while after that. That was a bad fucking concert. What about you, Dan? Oh man. Uh, concerts? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I haven't really been to any good ones. Uh, any bad ones? Because we love to hear about the bad ones. I think like when I was a teenager, my brother was really into into country, so I saw like one Shania Twain concert. I'm kind of a loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we we go to Miranda Lambert every year. Yeah, every if year, they're hot go, country <laughs> ladies, you go. What, You're, listen, I, are you country, a loser? Nah, man. Country's good, man. No, like it's country. not that. Country's not, great, man. It's not that I'm a loser for seeing Shania Twain. It's I'm a loser because I haven't been to many concerts. You look like you've been to tons of them, though. Yeah. I don't know. You look people like a rock say I look like a lot of things. Like yeah. people come up to me like, "This guy's never done LSD." <laughs> <laughs> like they, what? Yeah, I'm they, shocked again. Yeah, they say I've done LSD. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done LSD. Stop going to the big Y and so Have you done LSD? No. What? You haven't done LSD? No. Why oh, are you yeah. saying it like we're supposed to do LSD? Because I'm doing it. That was great. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. I remember when Pap was like, "Listen, dude." You know, if, if you're not, if you don't have the right frame of mind, then you shouldn't do it because then, you know, you might get these flashbacks and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, thanks for the advice. I'm not doing it. I've done mushrooms twice I, in my I life and acid tabs twice, but all college. And I had you know. two, I had two decent tab experiences, two bad mushroom experience. One was on my album, but like, nope. I had two really bad uh, mushroom experiences. So. You know, I've been to dead shows and, you know, they're eating like, you know, stop and shop mushrooms and shit like that. You know, getting ripped off for 80 bucks uh, an ounce or whatever. And uh, they're like, oh man, this is fucked up. And I'm like. Sorry, I'm drinking beer, man. When I was in college, we had a big party in our backyard. Like, we used to have like pig roast every year and stuff like that. And we um, we had this huge party, and this kid had mushrooms. And me and my buddy were fucking drunk because we were cooking the pig the night before. So I uh, stayed up 24 yeah. hours drinking the whole time. Barely could talk, whatever. And we knew this kid had mushrooms. We had no money. So like, let's just follow around the corner and beat him up and take his mushrooms. More so he's beer. a hippie kid. So we follow him around the corner, and we threaten him. And I give him like half a punch. He falls down and cries. We take his mushrooms. He's and a t- hippie kid. And then like 10 minutes later, week. 10 minutes later, he walks over and goes I t- all I did was take my hat off and he walks over and goes hey man there's this guy with a hat who beat me up and took my mushrooms I go do you want some of mine and he goes sure and I let him have some of his own mushrooms <laughs> oh whoa, whoa whoa I had a bad trip at uh, Madison Square yeah. Garden what's up with that you, you kind of left me dry man I did oh I'm sorry 
Yeah. So I keep talking. Dang, got a fat head. Yeah, it's like um, the Conan O'Brien of heads. I saw a Stevie Nixon concert at the uh, what's it called? What's it called? The Meadows. Whatever the it's Meadows. Now. Yeah. Yeah, that was a while ago. I, yeah, the long, I ain't got a long time. I, I um, my dad, like I was telling before, on off the air. Oh, I worked for the cello, so Anna Bush. My dad used to work there too. So once in a while, we get concert tickets and stuff through that. I saw um, when I was in college, I saw the Who. Um, when they uh, did uh, when they re- they did a uh, Quadrophenia and they brought that back and stuff like that and I was I wasn't a big fan of them but it was cool to go. Oh sure. Um, but uh, so Stevie Nicks there and I think well, oh, I saw Jimmy Buffett. I'm not a fan at all, but I went with friends. That's gotta be. Uh, a fun I, time I would love to go see Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, just just man. an experience because be a shark head. People are so crazy. We gotta bring Sharky with us. <laughs> Sharky. And I, um, I saw the uh, the Wallflowers at Toad's place and that was my buddies worked there and that's when they were uh, Jacob Dylan and all that yeah, 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 yeah. one headlight when yeah, they when they had yeah, their album and yeah. I saw live there. Too. Oh, we saw, we, were you there for live? That was like ninety. Not at Toads, but we saw him much other times. Right? I saw I saw him live at Toads. Was that ninety six? I saw live live at Toads. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's why I saw him. Like ninety seven. That, that was like a. Uh, they were doing small venues uh, supporting their uh, album they were releasing at the time. I forget what album. Well, we it was. saw him at the big one too at the. Uh, we saw him at the Meadows. The Amphitheater, yeah. We saw him at the, with, with Heather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, I think Wu Tang and we had Rage that, was that, we, the best. I mean, that, I, I, even, nope. even the craze afterwards, it was an it was I wasn't concert. there, but I hear all about that show. Um, actually, uh, I mean, granted, now I'm divorced, but um, I proposed to my ex-wife before that show. Nice. So I was like, during the craze. We, we proposed, <laughs> and then we went to that show, yeah. and then uh, all that broke loose. Uh, Andrew was there, too, Aldridge. Oh, nice, man. Nice. We were talking about that. But yeah, it was insane. There was like three bonfires, just crazy ripping in the field, and uh, the whole uh, fence was torn down people coming up up the hill from the outside it was crazy SWAT team everything people people hanging out in garbage cans so they didn't get hit with these massive chunks of salt oh, lines in here of oh, what was line in what you can sit on the lawn everyone was ripping the lawn up and throwing no, it that would have been a perfect time to big propose chunks yeah. of sod <laughs> no, flying giant. through the air people like hawking sod <laughs> and, and, oh, our whole rugby team was there's 30 of us and we were ripping up we were punching the shit out of everybody it was a good time a week wow. before Lollapalooza was there and they tore up the lawn as well but not to the extent right. that uh, Wu-Tang and Rage did that was insane. a guy um, we watched a guy run through the giant wooden fence like part was kind of broken off and they had two long studs going across and he didn't know that and it was fucking it was like uh, what was his name it was Shotmaster it was kind of like just he ran through and then hit the fucking hard thing and just fell straight down and he was bleeding we're like woo awesome. we all just high five and poured beer on him it was great I was watching guys jumping through the fire it was awesome yeah. oh, guys were jumping through the bonfire it was crazy yeah, that was that was announcement. And then, um, of course, I've opened for John Valby seven times. So that, that's oh, a, I want to hear about that because I'm I, I've never seen John Valby live. I walked out. It sucked. Yeah, it really, it sucks. Really? It sucks. Absolutely sucks. It sucks. His every fiance, song is the same. Every song is the same. Every song. Is, I've been uh, the last uh, two, not last time I opened for him. They have met comics a lot, and uh, he's there on three day weekends because all of the white trash can go out there on a Sunday. And, and so and when they go, sign the girls' boobs and stuff like well, that. Well, they don't do it as much anymore. They try to limit them a little bit. The girls go up. They don't let really get to go topless at the casino anymore. But they try to whatever. I watched him one time put his finger in a girl's butthole, and she was like, "Hooray!" And I'm like, "What the what the fuck is this?" <laughs> but like, I also many times the best part is watching these men 
berate and scream at their girlfriends because they won't get nude in front of them. And they're like, I don't want to fucking, you bitch. Why don't you have fun? Get your fucking clothes off and let that weird Ben Franklin with AIDS touch it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then the last, uh, he got in trouble a while back because now you know, people are like, hey, maybe you shouldn't sing the N-word a bunch. And he's like, oh man, but it's my thing. And they're like, you shouldn't it's do it. It's my so, thing. So he was told he couldn't do that. So when I was with him two times ago, he said, uh, yeah, I had to change it up. I can't do that. But thank God for Harvey Weinstein. I've got a new 20 minutes. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank, he's the only person who will sing thank god for Harvey Weinstein like, oh, man. Oh, every, every song he does is a thing where you're like you just guess what the awful rhyme is he's like you know I like Pluto I like Venus you're like I know where it's going <laughs> you know, and all that. he has that one uh, the Harvey Weinstein line was a waitress comes up everybody's buying him shots so he's sitting there playing his keyboard and um, it used to be a whole grand piano he traveled with he yeah, stopped, exactly. stopped traveling yeah. with that yeah. now but when I was working at Foxwoods they would make us go down to the dock. We'd have to like lift this old shitty, lift it up, bring it into the elevator, and bring it all the way across, and lift it onto this. We had piano. He had to use his own piano, but now he has a keyboard because he's fucking old. Him and his his family, they they travel around in in his white trash uh, entourage. They travel in a van from Buffalo, <laughs> and they go all the way down, and they go there. And they one time they're oh, in the back man. room, and they steal all the <laughs> chips and water. So they for their ride back. So like there's all these potato chips, Doritos. They put them in their bags, and they steal them and put them in their coats and oh, they're man. crunching out like we can hear you guys oh they're the worst so they um look at this guy stealing chips oh <laughs> loser. all the chips fucking like, loser 30 bags of fucking chips loser but um they uh <laughs> He was. He goes on stage and the waitress goes up. It was her first time working there with him. And she didn't know what was going to happen. He goes on stage. Hands him a shot and just uh, he just turns and he goes. Uh, that reminds me of this song. He's like, uh, and he looks at her and he goes, uh, "Look, all nice ass." Just, you can't yell that at anyone, you eighty-year-old fuck. And, he turns, and he's like, um, "I'm going to take that waitress. I'm going to make her cross the line. I'm in a Harvey Weinstein state of mind." And, and wondering why the woman's appalled and everyone's like, "Hooray!" And all the white trash are screaming. I brought my girlfriend to the last me one. Too. I brought my girlfriend to the last one and she was watching. And she was, "What is this?" And we're sitting next to this other couple. And I had opened for him. And the lady turns to me and goes, I like you. <laughs> I hate this. I don't understand. I would have the biggest response to this guy. <laughs> oh, His big thing is that he says, fuck you. And the crowd goes, fuck you. And he's like, suck my dick. Or something like that. Suck my dick. Suck my dick. And they just scream. <laughs> All right. We got more beer to try. We got an IPA coming up next. And I want to hear more comedy talk from Pat Olsen. He's got an album coming up. So we're going to hear all about that. And I still, I, I don't understand how Pat Oates is sad because he doesn't sound sad to He's me. A happy dude. Uh, He's yeah. a happy dude, man. Yeah. More right. shit coming up. Uh, beer, man, beer. Beer, man, beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. We're drinking some night and day brewing company. Beers from Milford, Connecticut. Thank you, Matthew Knight. We're about to try the uh, Knight Rider IPA in a minute. And we got with us comedians Dan Brown and Pat Oates. So we got all kinds of comedy to talk. I'm waiting for Buster Rhymes to jump in, though. I, I love that. You ever hear that one? Fired up, uh, turn it up remix where he, no. goes, he raps over this. Yeah, it's the best. Oh, I'm gonna check that out after after the show, no doubt. So I, I can't stop drinking this uh, chocolate cherry. That's stout, some man. good chocolate cherry stuff, right? It's like a meal. 
really is. This is really good. We just did the best podcast ever, not on the podcast. I know, I know. Is there anything that was gonna... 25 minutes of we talked about some really good shit. Really great talked... inside. I gave some shit about jokes that I might have never said anywhere else. Is there else. anything else? So to repeat it would be weird, though. It, it, was, it was. We did not record any right. of it. Man. That was fucking killer yeah, talk. We, it was we a lot some, of fun. We, we had some good you talk. and I went back and forth on a biker inside yeah. stuff. <laughs> biker inside shit. Yeah. 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 Fuck Sons of Anarchy. We just killed it right there. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, I never got into that show. Me either. Yeah. I lived yeah. it. I, 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 like, I, I never watched it. Stupid, hanging out at a bridge. So moral the of the angels. story is you, you, you were the manager of Joker's Wild Comedy Club, which was run by bikers. Well, it was owned by the president of a biker club. So therefore, he had that. So we're getting into all that stuff. That became started because we mentioned Jokers because when we went off the break about an hour ago, Keg <laughs> uh, said that he um, wanted. To, I wasn't sad. And I explained the reason why I was sad when I worked there, and I was. Was that a, really the reason why you were sad, dude? I would have yeah. been sad too if I wasn't getting. Fucking I was paid, in a, man. a lot of my depression came uh, from what I was. I mean, I, it wasn't a big deal when I got divorced. I got divorced while I was working there. I, I, it wasn't probably gonna work out, but working there that beat up my whole life. That mm-hmm. thing, I, I fell in love with comedy. I was working at a place that did comedy. I thought I was doing all things I wanted to do, but running a comedy club and trying to be a comic, as you know, even running show is the, yeah. one of the hardest things. I couldn't tell who was my friend and who wasn't. Mm-hmm. People were really fucking people I never talked to were kissing my ass trying to get gigs. The people that were my friends I thought were using me, they weren't. I pushed them away. I wasn't happy in my life. I wasn't seeing my kids enough because I just got divorced and I wasn't yeah. around them anymore, and it really put me in a dark, angry state, and that showed up on stage like when you were saying about me yelling at those people I, that's not what I do in my act anymore I'm not that angry person I still have fun yeah you were fucking way. crazy yeah, well, I was <laughs> out there black dudes, yeah, but, man. but the thing is the people people most part of the crowds would enjoy it so the thing was I was like we were saying earlier when you were, we were just talking off the air thing about young comics uh, and why they get so cocky their first year I was getting reactions, but not the right ones. I was getting these laughs of shock and awe that I thought were great jokes and whatever, and the, the audience was reacting to me, but they weren't. it wasn't a lasting thing. It wasn't resonating. Nobody could latch on to that. Once they heard me do it once, you didn't want to hear me do it again. It's not something you wanted to hear over and over, and it wasn't crafted, and it wasn't smart. So... But it was an angry thing. But once I got away from that, and it was a lot of—I mean, I lost a lot of—I lost a hundred, what, sixty-five pounds in the last year. Before that, I quit, pounds, I quit drinking. Right? I quit drinking a year before that. That really cleared my mind, and I got less angry. I just so maybe that's what I gotta do to lose pounds. Stop drinking. Stop drinking. No, I, Johnny, I, man, I gotta stop drinking. No, when I keep drinking. No, 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 no. When I'm I quit drinking, podcasting. that was worse because when I first quit drinking, I actually gained about twenty more pounds uh, because I was filling you were, that. You were eating a lot of pizza at the time. Right? A ton of pizza, lot, and I quit pizza, pasta, and bread. That was it. I still eat. Potatoes. I still eat rice. I still eat all the carbs like that. But no, I, have you have you fell off the wagon at all no, with that? Or no, 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 no pizza. No I fell pasta. off the keto wagon. Yeah, fuck that keto shit. Oh, yeah, I don't Dude, know. I got to drink beer, man. We, we we're all about the beer, man. But I haven't had pizza in like I can't think of the last time I had pizza. Uh, pizza I got my good, memory. Uh, it was uh, March first. It was our last. Show. So the February twenty eighth. My last show. Uh, we did a show at, uh, when I was Dante's, not El Toro. And in the memory of his, which showed I had pizza from there. I brought it home. I woke oh, up that by morning. Sikorsky's over there. Yeah, we were, uh, we're, right. we're going to be starting shows again there. Uh, in open mics in um, the third. The third Tuesday of every month, starting this month, oh, no so nineteen, and then starting a, a show in the back room, starting in April once a month, a dinner and a show. Now that's El Toro, but um, I had pizza from then that I brought home. I ate it that morning, then said, "Fuck you, I'm never eating pizza again." And I just, it's been a year. You still haven't had a pizza. Haven't had pizza. Haven't had pasta. Haven't had bread. What? It was, was Dante's. Yeah, Dante's. Yeah. Dante's. So. Yeah, but and got... before it was Stella's. Stella's was uh, that was on what, what show was that on uh, Food Network? I forget I the cat's know. name. 
But they, they were on TV. Was it Chopped? Because Chopped is my favorite. No, show. it would be a show they visited me. It was like <laughs> drivers dive-ins and dines. Or no, something. it was uh, it was like a restaurant rescue or something like that. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, but uh, Robert Irvine. Robert Irvine, yeah. Where he yeah, the other food yeah, networks, yeah. the big Jack guy. He was married yeah, to uh, the big Jack. Pro wrestler, wrestler, yeah. to Gail Kim. Gail Kim, pro wrestler. Yeah. And uh, he had gone in there mm-hmm. to fix them. I know a firefighter from Stratford who uh, had gone in there for a fire, and he said, "I will never." Go back there again right. because the kitchen was a dump. Damn. It, um, I've been in that kitchen because we used to leave our sound equipment there. They must have done a better job after because it was pretty clean and good when I went back there as Dante's in El Toro. Well, well, I think you know management has, has a lot to do with it. I think it's the same fucking people. You think so? Yeah, the father's been owning that building forever. Oh, Perali. Yeah, I think he just changed our names because Stella's the name of one of the kid, grandkids, and and Dante oh, no is the, name of the other grandkid, <laughs> and then their Mexican child El Toro. Um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> is that the bull? Yes. <laughs> the child's name is the bull. Yes, I like it. I love it. That I love it. Cool. Having to rinse these glasses out. So uh, yeah. All right. Where's so we're energy? gonna try some IPA from uh, Matthew Knight Rider, but um. As long as you I'll help you hand this glass. If you can grab me a bottle of water, I will gl- gladly grab you a bottle of water. Right. As long as you keep the show rolling while I'm rinsing glasses, I'll, I'll keep it rolling. Bro. I do Listen, Pat Oates is the man right now. And I also think the problem is, is that you guys have not done. I listened. There's, there's been one cannibal, and I, I think there definitely cannibal. should be more cannibals involved. I, I'll be that cannibal. guy who gets people drunk for no cannibal. reason. Cannibal, cannibal, cannibal. 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 Uh, it's called the cannonball. Uh, you're a Lagunga. Uh, okay. Well, wow. First of all, boo. Sorry. No, you would, you would enjoy it because you like older classic things and you like this humor and it's all great people that you enjoy. Chevy Chase, you know, Bill Murray. It was all about also. the Dalai Lama. Yeah, there's a bunch of different... It's not. It's one, he's quoting a thing. The movie Somebody called Cannonball. Cannonball. There's a famous scene Whose glasses that, was They actually uh, talked about Chevy Chase class. and Bill Murray. Mine was that one in the back. Chevy Chase and Bill Murray did the scene well, together. Know, the Dalai Lama and they Cannibal. Uh, and they freestyled a scene. They, they, they're legendary. There was, there was no script in that scene at all. At one point, they would do shots and have a giant joint at the same time, and they'd yell "Cannibal!" and they would drink it and do, do the joint at the same it time. It was Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. As, right. uh, so as I was saying, said. well, I've watched uh, when the Scar Brothers did a uh, behind the movie type thing they, they were doing years <laughs> ago on, on ESPN Classic. They talked about how that was the one scene one. that wasn't. That wasn't scripted at all. The two of them, they weren't even supposed to have a scene together. They wanted to because on Saturday Night Live, they never got to work together. Uh, Chevy Chase was there for the one year. When he left, Bill Murray came in as the new guy replacing him. So it's like they were two people that they had done some things together um, in Chicago and stuff like that, like uh, Second City, Second City stuff. Yeah. But they had never really worked together. And so when they got together, they wanted to have the rapport. So the two of them were allowed to just make that scene up. That if you watch the movie, that scene makes no sense. There's no purpose. It is probably the best scene of the whole movie. Yeah, it's he's awesome. playing golf through his house. It's like the, somehow the ball goes into his little caddy shack <laughs> area that he's living in. And the caretaker's like uh, lair. And he's growing his own kind of grass that you can also smoke. <laughs> it was Kentucky awesome. Blue. Kentucky, Kentucky Blue. Blue. <laughs> I popped another growler, everybody. I can't hey. wait to listen whoa, to the show. Cannonball. I forced a cannonball while you were gone. I heard a cannonball, so I got right, some cannonball. So that, hold on, Fresh hold on. cannonball coming up. That we, uh, was how many cannonballs so far? That's two. Just two. Second two. cannonball. That's fine. That's fine. It's fucking lame. Well, we all got to drive home or, or else we're crashing oh, no, in your house. No. Fucking dude, crash, man. <laughs> See, Dan, I, I told Dan about this. I said, hey, you're going to have to be the drinker, but we're also 14 minutes away from home. So this is a beautiful thing. <laughs> That's close, man. Yeah, I like it, man. Chilling in the Valley. In the Valley. The number one podcast for drinking in the Valley. Beer, man, beer, right? What about uh, Pantanella? 
Patinella? He, he's got a Gary Patinella. Yeah, he has he, a podcast. No, but he has a uh, a bar that that's he's uh, opening a restaurant in the valley. In the valley, what you know, whatever Gary Patinella touches turns to absolute shit. So that's really good. Whoa, that he's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like yeah. I've known Gary for a long fucking time. We love Gary. Yeah, how's Tazrax? All right. Doing well. I've known Gary the for a long, long time. The Gary Show, the opening theme to Gary Show. Oh, I love Gary Shanley. When he died, I was sad as fuck. That's one of the few times I was sad as fuck. Uh, I, usually don't, sad. I usually don't care when people, people die. Oh, that's an IPA, them. man. We're rolling on to the IPA now, ladies and gentlemen. Now, um, I, what kind of feedback do we got going on? Because you got a phone call? Is that yeah. Right? yeah. Hold on, hold, hold on. Please. Do you want to pause uh, um, Pause um, if you have to. No, no. Talk, no, we can talk without it. We can talk we can amongst, amongst yourselves. That's like a pleasant feedback. Is Gary doing comedy like at all anymore? He will if you, if you invite him. No, I'm saying he's not like pursuing it normally like he was. Um, when we first started, he, he was taking the comedy classes through Billy Wynn, that Joker's that I was at and stuff. No, I, th- I think he's planning on having comedy at his restaurant, though. Uh, oh, there you go. So, uh, so maybe we'll all get some gigs. Which would oh, be great. No, I would. He would never hire me, but he I, would I, too. No, no, no. I like Gary a lot, but we just we fell out of uh, touch in that way, and he's never really seen me right. as like comic to hire. And the same thing with me and him. I was, I what he did with Dave and stuff. He learned how to do it well, but we we would do some things together a long time ago. But it was like a falling out thing. I think it's a lot had to do with Dave Riley at the time. Who? Dave, you know Dave Riley. I've never heard of that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave is, a, is a smart business guy who gets how to make his comedy work for him and how to make money and pack places out. And he does. You have to say he all his shows are fucking packed the fuck out. Yeah. He, make, he he doesn't ever do comedy clubs or do anything. When I first started, I um I worked with him a lot and I didn't really like the way he did things, but he did give me opportunities and I got to learn from stuff. And the same opportunities he gave to Gary later on, and then then he's done with Gary. He did now doing it with AJ and uh, from Chaz and AJ, and I talked to AJ about it all the time. And DJ's getting an opportunity to do comedy and he always wanted to. But you don't have to be you don't have to be a good comment to work with Dave Riley. You have to just fill time. And I'm not trying to shit on AJ or shit on the, whoever the other guys in front of him, but Dave yeah. creates comedians. Dave creates openers. And so that's why I was so shocked years ago when he had guys like Rick Roberts and Carl Yard who were guys that no, were he had, the guy, he had the guy that looked like the guy from Saturday Night Live. Well, no, he had them too. <laughs> they were the opening acts. He would have he would branch out and let Carl headline things he couldn't make or Rick hire headlines he couldn't make. When I first started, I got to open for them. Yeah. And they were, I mean, Carl's a fucking killer comic. I love Carl and Rick. You know, serviceable and did, did his thing. But Dave does this show that to me isn't comedy, but people fucking love it. It's it's more of a, it's more like it's entertainment. He's just, just escaping from straight jackets. He's breathing fire. He's putting a condom on his head like Howie Mandel did with the, with the glove. But they love it. He does like a two hour fucking extravaganza, and people love the thing. Yeah, that, and that's well, what Gary was doing. So Gary got opening for him. That's kind of Gary's style and thing. When the kind of show Gary like with headsets and shit, that's just not me. I mean, no, I, I got I'm that. bare bones. You saw like what I am. You, you mean Ryan? That's what I like. Just three guys going on stage, being white and doing their thing. <laughs> <laughs> but like um, when um. America's Got Talent has a stand-up comic on. They have some of the best stand-up comics in the fucking country go up. And uh, someone brings a dog that jumps through a ring of fire right. and beats the comedian. Who is it? You know? but, at the same, but at the same time, why is that comic... The only reason comics are going on there at all is to get attention. Yeah. You're not on a comedy show. Com- that... 
to go up there and do well, you have to cater to what they are because it's just like when we go do a show and they're like, it's music and comedy today, or it's like, or, or it's a fundraiser. It's an audience that's not really for comedy, yeah. but you're gonna have to try to make them laugh. You're trying to make a television audience laugh at a thing where you're, and also as a comic, you have to personalize it to the four judges and play to them. You have to pander a lot. That's a hard thing. The comics that usually do well, like I just uh, talked with Tom Cotter when he was at comics a couple weeks ago. And it was hard for him. He doesn't stop talking about how he lost to a dog in the finals. It's like, dude, you made the final. It's like you and he was even bitching about like, oh, Simon Cowell was an asshole. Like, a, that's Simon's job to be an asshole on there. That's what he's supposed to do. And B, people know who you are now, and you're selling out places because you were on that show. So you get what you want out of it. You know what I mean? But normal, it's not the best comics in the world. There's comics that fit what they what what that talent would be. Hey, you have to be odd and quirky and different. To be on that show, Joe Manorese is a very good comic and love Joe. Went on and just fucking bombed miserably, and he's a fucking killer comic. He's yeah. just that's just not an audience for comedy. A giant theater like that that's not there for they'll know who you, you are. You can show me the picture of them making Joe look bad, and I'll show you the many times he killed an Iron Chef or killed that one of right. my shows, man. But, you're, but what you're saying is he killed in a comedy environment. Well, you were friends saying. with the guy from uh, Last Comic Standing, right? That they really made look bad. What was his name? Oh my God, I can't think of friends with him. Oh, you, 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 you! I remember you were a big supporter of Terry Santos. You mean? No, no. Oh no. my God. Oh, Chips. Cooney, Chips Cooney. No, Chips Cooney. I had him at Joker's a couple times. No, who was who did they Terry really Vader? embarrassed a guy that was on Last Comic Standing? Oh, Last Comic Standing. I think you're talking about uh, Mary's a Talent. Um, oh, I was a good friend of mine. I was, I was upset when they did it, and that's um, uh, now I'm forgetting his name. He's got the beard. I forgot his name. Oh my God, I feel so God bad. Damn it. Shit, um, but I know you're talking about it's, it's not like anybody Christian. remembers my name. So I want to say, okay. Christian, um, not Christian, It's um, I forget his fucking name. But yeah, he was on there and they kind of like fucked with his act. He does like this whole silence word thing. I was mad at it because like, I he did seen the whole the... taking a coffee break joke at the beginning. Right. Yeah, which a lot of comics have done. But, uh, no, but I like. Yeah, I, well, I didn't like a show. I don't like when comedy's on a TV show. And a, and a con, comedy shouldn't be a contest. And believe me, I've been in contests and all that. Mm-hmm. It, sh- it shouldn't be competitive. We should all just be getting, you know, all we're trying to do our own thing. We shouldn't be competition at all. Uh, all right, Brandon Smith is just texting me. I didn't like the clips. We, we put out highlight clips. Uh-huh. Smith, I keep in mind, I, I, I'm still um, subscribed to your highlight clips. I just haven't joined the Patreon yet. No, you yeah. can't subscribe to a highlight clip. No, but I it's, heard him uh, this morning. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but I didn't like that clip. Uh, what he did was, and he tried, he tries to pick the best things from the show. Two of the things I thought were kind of like not highlights, and not gonna get on. So I, I grabbed better things. So there'll be a better highlight clip coming up now. So, which I liked a lot. I talked about um, we I watched that uh, Leaving Neverland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Michael Jackson documentary just came out. <laughs> oh, that, that's the one he fell asleep to. Well, let me tell you. What happened, what happened? <laughs> he fell asleep to kids getting watched. That is weird. No, I didn't Dude, get to that part. Story. I, I was watching the... I had it on the TV, and I fell asleep like... The, the guy was from Australia, and he was a good dancer and all that, and yeah. I was like... We, like, yeah, right? And then, and well then I got text messages. It, it, it gets so much better. From my girlfriend saying, can you turn that down, please? The kids are awake. Can you turn that down? But I didn't see him until the next morning because I passed out from the whole thing. And then she told me that this was a really graphic, dirty show. Yeah, they talk a lot about what the stuff Michael was having the kids do. It's all, oh, Michael, yeah. what's up, Michael? So, yeah. I, guess, I guess your kids were just upstairs trying, you know, trying to wake up in the morning. They heard, and then... They would have the children get on their knees oh, and bend over oh, and spread their ass cheeks. Oh, and then Michael would 
masturbate to their anuses. Oh, Michael. Michael, why, Michael? And I talked about this in my podcast. The craziest thing is that the HP, whoever's editing this, the crazy part is, okay, they're talking about it, and it's all it's terrible, right? It's awful. But they would keep showing pictures of this young boy, which I guess, and they would always show a certain picture every time they mentioned his anus. So it was like, they must have thought this was his man. sexiest seven-year-old picture, because like, it was his kid Wade Robeson, who ended up being like a big-time choreographer for like NSYNC and moving all this stuff. So when he was like six and seven, he would dress up like Michael Jackson in a bad thing, oh, but he'd have an open shirt, seven years old, gold, Michael's hair, like the permed hair, but like golden oh, white, and he was no. this white Australian kid. So they have him like in this glamour shots pose in like the sexiest of seven year olds to look. <laughs> and, and they were like, and then his anus, and they keep showing the same face. Like that's, uh, it, it's like some guy at HBO was like, yeah, I, I would have shut it off anyway if I got to the gross part, but. Well, the whole well luckily you fell asleep. <laughs> There's two parts. and um, Two parts? Yeah, because the second part, they talk to the kids when they're older, once Michael dies, and all everything that happened to their lives. It's actually really crazy, riveting, and, and polarizing, but it's just, it's a very tough, it's hard, as a parent, it's hard to listen to, but listening to how the parents got destroyed, like, they just got hornswoggled, and do, if this is true, obviously, I mean, he's dead, not here to defend it, but... But the parents that made money off of this... No, well, see, that's the thing, they kind of, like, talk about that here. Everyone's saying that they, they, they didn't make money. Michael would come into your life and make them feel like he was part of your family. He was staying at this one kid's home. They weren't going to his house all the time. But they he took him to court. court. What? They took him to court and they, the, the family made money on him for, for whatever were, child, there was child fa- touching. There was a different kid every year. Oh. That's the thing you remember. <laughs> That's too many kids. The flavor of the year. <laughs> and he, what he would do is he would make them feel like girlfriend. These kids did not know they were they, 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 being sexual abused. They felt like they were in love with Michael. Like one of them had like a marriage ceremony with them and shit. Oh, that's gross. And yet yeah. he made his, he, he named his kid Blanket. Oh, what the fuck? Michael, Michael. And he, um, what he would do was like these other, the, the parents for the most part would all just hang out and they all thought like, they would act, Michael was such a, like, act like a kid that they would act like they were the mother of Michael. And um, there was one kid who did come out and then Michael told all the rest of the kids, hey, you know, listen, you're going to ruin me. You're going to ruin yourselves. You're gonna ruin he come, so these kids had to lie at court and say, no, and they were all told not to, to say anything. And this kid, Wade, kept two different times was told not to. Now, the other kid that was in the story, he was talking a lot about how what he was. Tangled web. Oh, it's insane. When you want, it's, it's like a mastermind type thing. It's insane. Dude, I want to watch it. It's, oh, it's worth the watch, but just don't. I don't watch don't it. Don't watch that, then go to bed like Johnny. It's a weird fucking thing. Like that. That's it. No, we're watching on empty stomach. You want to do that? Then watch something fun after. Yeah, it's not one where you have like a, a fun beer and some chips and watch a good child molesto. No. <laughs> child molesto. X Man. Child molesto. Why did you see R. Kelly on? Uh, I haven't, first of all, I heard about it. I won't watch anything. Dude, R. Kelly. <laughs> we haven't even talked about this beer yet. But, oh, I'll taste it first. Taste it. It tastes just like R. Kelly's pee. No, it does. Oh, come on. IPPA. No, no. <laughs> Matt Knight will not do anything like that. No, no. no Is no. it Matt Knight or Matt Knight? Matt Knight. Yeah, it's with the K. With the nice. K. Three Ks. Okay. He has a. Oh, this smell. Oh, this smells delightful. How's the smell? It's, it's very. I'm watching. Cool. I'm enjoying smell. the smell. Dan Brown. Dan just drank it. Fuck Dan, Dan chugged it. <laughs> Normally, I don't like IPAs, but this is pretty decent. Is it bitter yeah. afterwards? See, it's I, a little I, bitter. To me, IPA that, always have that bitter, like, Yeah, they always taste. have the bitterness. See, we're, we're at a table of, of the uh, non-IPA people. Yep, yep. But uh, what, it, it smells delicious. IPAs, it, it smells nice. Very floral. For an IPA, it's not like a slap in the face. We, we need like Breezy decent. here to uh, smell the IPA yeah, for Yeah, Breezy. Oh, man. She gets, you yeah. want to smell the beer? No. Sure? Mm-hmm. I never liked the beer. Even when I drank, I didn't like beer. What do you drink? I just drank Bud Light. 
But Pat, the nibs. The Ugh. nibs. I didn't know about nibs. When I drank, no, I remember doing some shots with you. No, I would do well. shots. I, was, I you, did. You, all... you like when, when she rubs her nibs all over your face? Nah, I'm not a nib guy. Oh, areola. <laughs> I, I like a chocolate areola. <laughs> I, when I drank, I didn't like the, the taste. The smells, I just drank to get it drunk. It smells yummy. It's delicious. Yeah, it's good. I, I couldn't do what you guys did. I couldn't enjoy see, you. See, see, about see. All the beer you had tonight, Dan Brown, all these beers were made in someone's home. This hold was on. Not, in someone's basement. Wow. Yeah, in the basement. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We, we have to do a solid, not solid, after after our, uh, after we try all three. Oh, no doubt. Or four. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All right, but you know what? This is good. I, I enjoy this. I'm going to. Hold on. What oh, are you digging up, Kate Kettles? What is the right, name? While you're digging something up, I want to know what's going on. What's going on with the uh, album recording, Kettles? Oh, it's uh, my next recording is going to be April 13th. It's going to be at Stand Up Underground, which is the Elbow Room in West Hartford. The Elbow Room. The, uh, they really turned that downstairs into his really cool. Is that where the pedophile club. is? What pedophile? Which which, which one? Which what was the whole drama with the elbow room over there? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. He, they weren't saying it was a pedophile. They were saying that he was it doing was things it. to women because that's what everyone yells in Connecticut comedy. Nobody nobody talks about comedy. They just talk about how they're not getting things and they're getting too late. I can't listen to it anymore. I don't, I don't care who the fuck's doing what. I'm performing there. And and no one no kids will be touched April thirteenth. <laughs> I will be there, all adults, all comedy, pants on the whole fucking time. All right, everybody's got their pants on. Um, I yeah, record, will you be there? I recorded an I album so. uh in February of last year, so this is a whole new hour I've been doing. You saw the hour I'm doing. I'm really enjoying it. I saw the hour. Um, and it's and you said you don't have to see it again, which is great. No, I'm coming. Um, I'm coming. I'm coming. And it's gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna do two shows that night. They're just getting going. I'm gonna do an album almost every year. I'm just. It's. I'm enjoying how I, I love doing the jokes, but also like getting rid of them, like I was telling you, and then moving on. It, yep. To me, it just inspires me to write more, push more, and it just I just love doing comedy this way. And it, I'll stop recording things when I don't come up with enough time, but I, I'm just finding more and more that's stuff excellent. to write about. That's, uh, that's, you're doing the right thing. How I don't want to get sour. What did you do for your last album? Like 65. Now, the last album, I blew off to go watch um, Black Panther in the theater. Yeah. The, uh, Black day. Panther was going to happen the next day, too. But um, <laughs> good try. It was a good... I mean, it's, it's still... It gets... Um, what, what's the number now? Uh... A little over 1,100 uh, plays a month or uh, streams a month on Spotify. Um, we're still making money off it on iTunes. People are still buying it and enjoying it. It's going to play a lot of different places. People are still getting it. So, I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy I put it out. I just want I, – I, uh, those were jokes I've been doing for my whole life, and I finally put them out. To me, I always equate it to Pearl Jam. You put out 10. And it's the it's their whole life. It's everything Eddie Vedder was writing. It's their it's everything they ever wanted to do. And then when mm. ten is done, everyone's like ten's amazing. They're like, that's great. Go make another one. And then they make fucking verses. Or, 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 and, oh, oh, hold on, five against one. Five, wasn't the next album? Is no, it? that was five against one. That then they changed it to verses. Right, but, but and then and then every album. Not that every album. I enjoyed all their albums, but no album was going to be ten because sometimes it's so hard to do that when they're like, "Hey, make another." Hey, make another. It's tougher because the first album any band makes is their whole life's work going into a thing. It really. Yeah. And the second one is like start from scratch. You know what I mean? And, and also try to be like the other one, but don't be like the other one. But then they make money, and it becomes worse. Sometimes. Because, because now they're like, okay, well, we got the money. What are we going to do? So, I mean, sometimes, I mean, but like, I mean, the Beatles didn't get worse. Uh, I mean, actually. You know, I, I, I got a bitch about Eddie Vedder because, you know, what when he was like back in the 90s with Ticketmaster, like, yeah. we're, we're against Ticketmaster. Their, their, their ticket prices are too expensive. 
you know, we want, we want lower prices, but now where is he? He's getting the money. He's People getting change. the money. In the 80s, Bill Cosby, uh, America's grandfather, okay? Uh, now, <laughs> people change. All I'm saying is, people change. That one, America's grandfather. People change. But you know what? Yeah, that's fine. But here you are, back in the 90s, boycotting Ticketmaster yeah. because of the prices. But now you're like... Huh. Metallica is also not mad at you Ooh. for downloading their songs. The now. money. <laughs> yeah. Napster. Right. You know, fuck Lars Ulrich. You know, when he was. I understand about, defending. When you didn't understand. Fuck uh, Lars Ulrich. Okay, but what you're fuck saying him. You're right what you're saying. These He's two people, a fucking douchebag. It, what those two are doing is exactly what's happening in Canadian comedy right now. And, and I two people, people about getting out. I'm going to say another word. I Fuck don't know what's going on in Canadian comedy. I don't follow it. I don't really read it, whatever, but people tell, tell me that shit. Two people, like the, Lars and fucking Eddie, yelling about something that they didn't really understand but wanted to be vocal and, defend, and they thought they were defending something. I think that's what's happening in K-County. Everyone is just yelling. Every person. I don't care who it is. They're all just yelling because they all feel something is wrong. But instead of just sucking up, oh, wait, none of this has to do with fucking comedy. Just fucking perform. I'm Everyone's like, okay, comedy's bad. This is not, just really, I've been, get up I'm and getting make more me fucking now laugh. Than I ever have. I'm making more money now than I just ever have. Just make me fucking I put my head down and I work. Fucking shut the fuck up fuck and you, Sam laugh. Hunter, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I hope you die six fucking times because your body would feed all of Ethiopia. Kill me, Sam Hunter. You. Kill me. But but hold on, hold on. He did say he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. He's, he lost, he's at 340. And I yeah. said it to you in the car. I said, if my fattest ever was 100 pounds less than fucking Sam yeah. Hunter's thinnest, yeah. he's still a little bit huge, right? Yeah. <laughs> Kill me off. Fuck you. Not even that. Kill me off in a lineup that I'm so much better than. That lineup oh, was shitty. Okay, TJ Miller's good. He's better. That's it. I'm featuring in that now, lineup. Now, would Fuck you that. drive TJ Miller around? No, I don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> what would you drive? What would you drive him around? <laughs> I, I mean, I had to do that. When I went to Jokers, I had to do something. I had to, I drive I had to take him Saturday. I brought yeah. Everyone drives me around now, but um. What, Joe what, Piscopo, did you give him a reach around? I brought Joe Piscopo to Country Music Station. Oh, I Joe brought Piscopo I brought cool. Jimmy Walker to fucking PLR. Yeah. Jimmy Walker. Yeah, Dino Mike. Dino Mike. He's, 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 he's a piece of shit. Really? Of course. Oh, everyone knows that. He's a horrible man. <laughs> well, he's a horrible man. Yeah, everybody knew that. He's horrible. Yeah. He gets mad when you say dynamite. Yeah, we people are holding signs at dynamite jokers, and he would make them take it away and say, "You All can't right. do that." Who is the worst piece of shit comic and the best comic? Meeting wise, hang out with this is just us, us people in general. Who's, oh. the, who's the best person in comedy? Who you think? J- either Jimmy Walker or um, Craig Schumacher were the worst people I've ever met. Really, uh, Craig Schumacher? Wow. Love Doctor. Craig, yeah, he was an asshole. Craig Schumacher. He used to do a voice. I'm the Love Doctor, baby. This whole thing. Ronovich used to open for him, right? And yeah, he treated. Yeah. That's why I hate huh? him because he treated Ronovich like a piece of shit. Craig Craig Schumacher. Who the fuck is that? Craig Schumacher. He does a lot of voices and stuff. Really? Aronovich is a fucking super talented, hilarious comic, great guy. Aronovich is awesome. But he was going around opening for him, and he'd make him sell his shit. He would heckle him, ask him about this shit. It was true. Talk about it. I remember he came to Foxwoods, and we watched this. He'd make him go on stage after Craig was done, and then he would make him go there and shill all his shit, and then take a mic in the back, and then talk shit and shit on him, and the gun on him, and then make him him sell all his shit. 
afterwards and then give him a percentage so he could pay for his travel. He, wasn't pay, he was able to open it. He made him on. pay for travel of his selling all, all I, I, crazy I, shit. I'm, I'm bringing in Tampon Man. Fuck him. Die. <laughs> die, die. And Jimmy Walker was just, I mean, to me and Howie Mason, he was so fucking mean. He wouldn't let, he wouldn't let us talk to him. He said, Jimmy, Howie opened for, I was the host, Howie was the middle mm-hmm. all weekend. After the weekend was over, Howie said, hey, uh, great stuff. And then he goes, oh, did you enjoy the show, son? And he's like, I was your opener all weekend. He goes, oh, I don't pay attention. And then like, I went up to Jimmy you and I'd, fucking say, piece of shit. I'd be like, hey, Jimmy, do you need, he was like, um, shh. Like, what? I go, Jimmy, we need you in the back. Shh. Oh, no. And I'm like, no, no. I go, stop fucking shushing me. You're not getting paid. Whatever. So he would make me you go on at the end, and I would have to me. go up there and say, like, for, for $5, no, is it? For $10, you can get a uh, headshot of Jimmy before and after Jimmy. Young for Jimmy Walker job. and older Jimmy. You, for t- $15, you can get this bumper sticker, and for $20, this T-shirt. But if you want all three, it was, like, only $40. And he made me do all that. And, but you couldn't get an autograph or a picture unless you brought something. So you weren't allowed to even, like, go up and say hi. You had to, Joker's fucking wild. So he's, what and the so, fuck? And, he's, and no one wants him anymore. So after, after, the, after the whole weekend of that, he kept making me go up there, and he was being a dick about it. So I went up at the end and I said, ten dollars this, fifteen dollars this, and for thirty bucks, I'll light all your dumb shit on fire. You shouldn't buy this bullshit. <laughs> uh, I'll fucking. Were you there when Dice Clay was there? Or was that what? No, that was through uh, d- when Danny was doing. Take out so I was doing. Okay. I had met Andrew Clay before. He wasn't mean to me, but I know he's bad some tough things with people. He, he was rough on Romanoff, wasn't he? He's coming to. Uh, he's coming to stress he factor. Right yeah, I'm sure. He, well, they're there. gonna come back. They're gonna. Yeah, Vinny yeah. has him a lot. Oh, I, I saw on Instagram. Sorry. Best. There's a couple of great people, but like I would say, um, J- uh, J- JB Smooth is the nicest person I've ever met. Uh, JB Smooth, yeah, I, c- I can see that. He, um, he was at jo- he was doing all these shows for us at Jokers, um, and I've told this story a couple times before, but he was um, hanging out in the back at the bar, and all these people coming up. He's letting every single person. Pat- we're trying to turn the place over, but he didn't care. If you were at that show, you bought a ticket. You were yeah. taking a picture. You're doing did, whatever. Did he even take a picture with his brother? Well, that's how, that's, well, that's how I met Fink. Um <laughs> No, I, I like Think. I mean, I, I met Think because Jimmy said, I have a brother who's going to start doing comedy. Please take care of him when he comes here or whatever. I love, I love but when Jimmy, when, when, J, I'm sorry, when JB was in the back of the bar area, a guy walked up to him, uh, a guy, 40-year-old white guy whatever, and said, hey, my son is, uh, he was sick. Not like bad sick, but he just had a cold or something. and was going to come to the show. He loves you from Curb. And um, he wanted to come see the show. He couldn't. Could you sign an autograph? And he goes, he likes me from Curb. He likes Leon. He goes, yeah. He goes, get your phone out. And does a five-minute video oh, as Leon sweet. talking to the kid, that's making cool. fun of the dad, that's, busting that's, balls, that's, that's doing all the shit. Right? And he did that for a couple other people. He could appreciate that. And when he was yeah. done, I was talking to him afterwards, and I said, uh, first of all, that was really fucking cool. And he goes, how, how dare I not do that? Yeah. I, I get to live a life because people like what I do and support me. And I, that and, and I learned exactly. that from him. That's to success. And that's, and that's weird. And somebody, some, some sick kid had a cold, said, Dave Riley, will you please put a condom over your head and blow it up for me? Yes, <laughs> yes. He'd, be, he'd be like, no, give me $35. No, he, he, that's like Babe Ruth pointing to the outfield, knocking on a dinger. That's it, man. Come on, man. That's yeah, what it's all about, him, man. Him, um, Lenny Clark is just beyond nice. He takes care of everyone, staff, comedy, everybody there. He's just there, I mean, I've worked with a lot of really good people too. I mean there's yeah. a lot of good guys. Josh Wolf is one of the nicer guys I've ever met working with. Uh, Yamanika Saunders who I, oh, I, love, I love Yamanika. I love Yamanika. She's, Yamanika's a, sweetheart. So, yeah, yeah. she's a, the best. I mean, I've met more good people than bad. I actually met Yamanika at Joker's Wild. Yeah, I used to have her there all the time. Her, I had her and John Romanoff in the same car at their fattest and we didn't know how that, that car that, was going to That make must it. have been a huge car. That was a huge fucking car. <laughs> The car, the car just went, why? As it drove down the street, I was like, 
Yeah, but yeah, that was no Honda CRX. Uh, <laughs> Joe Piscopo was an asshole too. I mean, he was. Oh. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. This is right when he him. um his his manager. And I'm doing air quotes with you can't see it. His manager was. I used to be their nanny, and uh, you know when when she caused the divorce, that she became the manager. She was like 24 years old. She was hot as fuck, but she's 24. He's like, I mean, this was 10 years ago. He's like 50s, 60s. He's doing Sinatra press or whatever. But and I'm like Jack, man. Okay, no, I mean he was kind of like he was fucking. Rich. I even said to her, I said, how did you even know who the fuck he was? Did you have to ask your mom who you're fucking? Like, he wasn't popular, and he told me this whole story about... Joe Piscopo. Whoa, well, on really? Our, on our way to the radio station, he says to me, tell me if you think this is racist, which, by the way, we all know that old joke when you say it, but this is like, right away, I'm like, okay, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you remember in the uh, 80s when Piscopo and Eddie Murphy were the height of Saturday Night Oh, yeah, absolutely. There was, a, there, was two famous, there was a famous scene they used to do together. They did the one with, um, with Frank Sammy? Sinatra and, yeah. and Steve Runner. Yeah. Steve Runner. Yeah. Because it was Ebony and Ivory. I am dark and you are light. You're as bright as a bat and I I have sight. Oh, I'm awesome. I see my amigo Negro. Right, let's not fight. It was, it was great. So they're talking about, they were doing that scene. At this point, Eddie had a huge entourage with him everywhere he went. And Joe had some people too. Saturday Night Live, I've never been there live, checked it out. But I guess what they do is when they record, they have two separate sets so the camera can slide from one side to the other. So they'll do one set here. So when they go to the next scene, they turn the camera over and there's one set up over there. They go back and forth. Oh. On the second set, Remember uh, Police Academy? Remember the little dorky guy, Tim? I forget his last I can't ever pronounce it. The oh, glasses. glasses. And he was on there, too. Police Academy, yeah. Sweet Chuck, yeah. right? Sweet, Sweet yeah. Chuck. Yeah, that's Sweet right. Chuck. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. was doing uh, a scene where he was Tarzan, and he had a monkey with glasses. It was another crazy scene back then. He was just doing that. So they had a monkey yeah, with him. On the other, and the I monkey gotcha. was out of control and being crazy. Yep. Right. So on the other side, this, as this is going on, Joe says to me, I was just joking around, but in Frank Sinatra voice, he goes, hey, yo, Eddie, why don't you quiet your people down over there? To the monkey, and goes, and Joe got, you know, and Eddie and his people got all pissed off. That's not racist, right? I'm like, that is what racism is. That's the definition. <laughs> Speaking of police academy, did you hear the episode where Stacey Pressman admitted she banged Mahoney? I only heard the one that you <laughs> made me made her talk about Robin Leach. Oh, uh, yeah, Steve Gutenberg. The good we love you, Stacey. Uh, and then the other story, uh, not Gutenberg, the other Piscopo told me was like, he goes, uh, me and Brad Garrett are good friends. And one time we were talking about women and we were dating young women. Give and he goes, me gum, uh, gum, dum, dum. And he goes, I won't date anybody pre Menudo. That's what Brad Garrett said to him, which I always thought was a great <laughs> line. Pre Menudo. <laughs> <laughs> Menudo oh, was a uh, oh hey Dan a Mexican hey, yeah. band factory that would just run through. Ricky Martin came through that but it was just like this it was just a market like a uh, boy band but they would just put different Latino young boys they'd run them through the market they'd start like 11 and then they got 18 they threw out and threw another one in the mix damn we forgot we had the fourth cheer <laughs> I do that hello Dan if you listen to my podcast I do that no one talks Dan what's well, going on when Pat's talking like you, I know that like I'm nothing I'm gonna say is gonna be better than what he's saying so I <laughs> oh it'll be better it doesn't have to be better so how's the beer it's pretty good I like good. it that was good, good. I, I'll tell you how good the beer is shout out to Matt and I we finished it oh, we, drank, man. Matt, we drank all the beer anymore uh, we, we have more beer but we don't have more Matt, Matt beer there's more beer in the fridge. Then we had no more beer. No, there's more beer in the fridge. What? You drank all? You would you, you drink all the other shit up? The other day, yeah, I fucking did. <laughs> you cannibal all that? Whoa, yeah, dude, cannibal, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, cannibal. About, about fucking time. Um, we had that. Um, what was it called? Uh, Thank you, sir. Head noggin or 
Did you drink um you drank that, everything? That big can, that thirty two ounce can? You drank it? Dude, that was piss. You didn't like it, huh? It was fucking gross. What was really? it? It was a sour IPA. It wasn't good? It was not. Was it because we it was sitting so long, maybe? Dude, it was not good. It might have been because we sat for a while. It was sour and it was undrinkable. Oh dude. And, and I don't know sorry man, but it was not That's because it wasn't from Connecticut. It was a New York beer. That's it. I'll blame it on that. It was like head head noggin or It was from uh Bronxville. It was not good. I, I sat here, I'm like, I'm fucking choking this thing down because oh. I want to kill it, but I'm like, I got to kill it. I had a similar experience with Cumberland Farms coffee this morning. Really? Because Pat loves Cumberland Farms. So who's Dan? Dan I, I love Cumberland Farms. Hold on, hold on. Cumberland Farms is great. Normally yeah. I like it, but there was like, you know, there are different flavors of Cumberland Farms coffee and like I try to mix it up a little bit, but the one, I forget which one it was, but the one I chose this morning was ugh. Did you try the one that looks like a Harry Potter spell? Maybe. It, it has like this huge like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I want that one. <laughs> Years yeah. ago when I worked at Schick over in Milford, um, I used to stop there at Cumberland Farms in What did you work with? Brandon's mom? I did. <laughs> yeah, I get raisins from Brandon's mom. Brandon gave me uh, raisins. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's the best. It's the best. Hold on, hold on. A shout out to Diane. Yeah, Diane's great. Diane, Diane, yeah. She is such an awesome person. Diane will be at and, our next and, uh, Lorenzo show. And John. She always comes. Oh, they're both great. John, uh, another great guy. Brandon and I are putting on shows um, in West Haven at Lorenzo's in uh, March 15th. You'll be on that show. Yeah. And Diane will, and John will be there at the show. Oh, nice. Awesome. So uh, when I worked at Schick, and uh, I stopped off at Cumberland Farms across from the Hojo's, which is not. Rest in peace. It's going to be gone. Um, they had a coffee, Death by Chocolate, mm-hmm. the most amazing coffee ever. Good coffee. Yeah. So I, I can don't never, any flavors. So I can I never find no, no another no, no Death flavors. by Chocolate like that. I don't, I don't do amazing. coffee flavors. I just do black coffee, and that's it. That oh, black like, coffee? Absolutely. But no flavor. No. I won't do it. I won't do it. Death by no, Chocolate. Out, no, no. This, this was a black coffee. Yeah, but it's Death got chocolate ch- in it. Oh, it's delicious. I'm saying it sounds delicious, but I just don't do it. Now, I get a Stu Leonard's chocolate truffle coffee. Yeah. I was at Stu Leonard's the other day. Oh, it's delicious. My my most favorite coffee, chocolate truffle coffee. Still Keep winners. talking while I whiz. Hang on. You guys oh, I, got, I got a whiz too, man. Both whiz oh, amongst you. guys should go there and, and cross streams or some shit. You're not going to do it. Come on. If Ghostbusters not, do it. You could do it. Ghostbusters have told me anything. <laughs> it's never crossed the stream. Not going to do it. Away. You're like, wait a minute. Why are they telling me this information? Why would you feed this to me, Ghostbusters? I don't need it. Oh, they're going to cross the stream. I should have crossed the streams. <laughs> I like how when they made the lady Ghostbusters, they, they they turned it into ladies, but they still kept the same dynamic of three whites and a black. I'm like, that was weird. <laughs> that was a weird move. Like, you would have think they wouldn't have done that. I never saw the lady Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, either, but I do know it was Hold a I didn't see it. It's almost like um, Little Rascals. Yes. Same dynamic. Kind of. What? Well, they didn't Wait. really. No, but they remade it. They, when they did it again, they still. They it was the same characters. They didn't change it. They didn't make but, lady little rascals. So they were, but it, it's the gay like, woman man haters club. But, but still, like Ghostbusters, little rascals, same dynamic. No, is what what? How are they the same dynamic? Well, you had three whites and a black. <laughs> so there was way more whites. There was two blacks. Buckwheat and stymie. Fuck off. Hold, hold on, stymie. Stymie. That, that was that was later on. Though. No, they were together. Really? Yeah. No. Yes. All right. Don't we, fucking challenge me on this. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to present a challenge. Myself with the little and they had more than it. three. 
Hold on. You we, had, we, we you got a Spanky, challenge. Alpha, Froggy. But, but Stymie. Sty, hold, hold on. So you had. Oh, no. Stymie was the other white kid. But there was so, a second so black you had, kid. There was a bald black kid and an Afro black kid. So you had Buckwheat. Buckwheat. And then you had. Who was the other black kid? I thought that was Stymie. Hold on. Little Rascals hold Black on. Kids. Stymie was. No, Stymie was a white I'm kid. I'm Googling Little cider. Rascals Black Kids. There's cider. Who? I remember Spanky. Right. How did we get on the Little Rascals? Oh, hold on. What, what's this? We got some cider. I got two ciders left. Is that an apple and a pear? Is, is it a, well, I got the pear. Pear. Right pear. Would you rather the apple than the pear? No, let's take the pear. We'll take the pear. Fuck it. Thank you, Matthew Knight, for the delicious beer. And we will uh, see you April 27th. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. I have to. April 27th, Matthew Knight will be having his peanut butter and jelly beer at. Oh, I can't wait. So, so listen. When we talk about Matt Knight and Night and Day Brewing. Night and Day Brewing. The one thing that that we didn't get was the oatmeal stout. Uh, No, I have that in the fridge. You have it at the house. Okay, I got it. it. But I do need to say that his all night long Mm -hmm. oatmeal stout, 7.5% ABV. Won the FCA homebrew contest. Really? Well brewed. The beer with. Um, uh, let's see. Well brewed. The beer with them, and it should be on tap. And coming on tap. I want to know where it's going to be on tap. Oh. In coming months. Now, the Imperial Chocolate Cherry Stout that we had, it was more Imperial Chocolate, Cherry Finish. Um, no, that was 9%. 9%. That was sweet. That's but, my favorite. You know what? My favorite as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the All Night Long won the uh, FCA Home Brew Contest. So, shout out to Matt Knight. And night and day brewing, and it's going to be on tap somewhere, sometime soon. And we will see you on April 27th oh, at Bad Sons. Yeah, Bad Sons. Bad Sons we'll at the there. Brew Ball. That's it. Maybe we'll uh, drag uh, Dan Brown out to us. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't been there, right? Or you been, did you go by it one time? I thought. But you Bad know what? Sons? I it's it's, 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 it's going to be tough, man. Tough competition, man. But. Uh... All kinds of brewers will be there. We've yeah, made... Stymie was black. Stimey was Matt Stymie Beard. What, Stymie was a what? Black. Talk about, what, what did I miss? Stymie. Oh. You wore a hat. You wore a bowler hat. Oh. Yeah, fucking, Keg said that uh, Little Hold Rascals on, the episode and Ghostbusters were the, the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah Little Rascals what? and Ghostbusters were the same? <laughs> yeah, and oh, get the money back. Hold on. That that's where it was going. That, that, that that's where it was going. I said it was weird that the Ghostbusters, when they did a reboot with ladies, still kept it three whites and a black, and that's weird. And he said same thing with Little Rascals. Like they had two blacks, they had like way more than three whites. They had a well, they had buck wheat and they had stymie. Stymie, yeah, as yeah. I said. Hold on, Alfalfa was 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 a white kid. Yeah. What did Stymie even look like? I don't, I know Spanky. I know Alfalfa. Uh, I know Buck Wheat had the big hair. Stymie was bald. I know Stymie him. was that guy. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Why are you buzzing over there? I'm, I apologize. You had Froggy. 
Oh, Froggy. See, hold on. There's no white kids. Yeah, you yeah, would do this. <laughs> I'm a kid. Fuck you. So you also you do that now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Why was that kid fucked up like that? Like, no kid no. told. Hello, I'm a kid. You always had it. Like, even when you were a little kid, you always had a friend. And you were a little weird. Not no. even talk like this. It's like, no. like, when I was a kid, I had really Now, Uncle Fester. Hold on. Uncle Fester was not in Little Rascals. What's that? He was not in Little Rascals. Yes, he was. What? Let's taste this. He wasn't Uncle Fester in Little Rascals. Played, no. no. The actor who played Uncle Fester was yes, in Yeah, exactly. Uncle, but Uncle, exactly. There was no weird crossover like Scooby-Doo. No. Wait, did but you just the, say Uncle Fester was one of the Little Rascals? No, he was in Little He wasn't one of them. No, he, um, he was just, that was the same time frame. <laughs> it was the 50s, yeah. that show. Hold on, hold on. Uncle Fester yes. was... By the way, you saw a beer. No one has an uncle named Fester. Who the fuck's name is Fester? I don't know. I mean, if you're a morbid... Hold, sepal, please. Uh, Gomez is not a fucking morbid name. Gomez is a cool last name. It's a last name, but Gomez Adams. The eyebrows. Uncle like, Fester. Everything. His real name was Jackie Coogan. Yeah. Now, Jackie Coogan was in Little Rascals. Yeah. He was... Yeah, they had like eight actors back then. Hold on, Timo, Timo, Timo. Phil Silver was in there too. He was like, all. <laughs> Stage left even. <laughs> For all those Phil Silver fans out there. Like... <laughs> Hold on, that, that's not Snaggle? Uh, was it a uh, uh, Snaggle? Yeah, he did, uh, he did that. He did Belko, he did everything. Now, Jackie Coogan... I'm looking at the cast here. I'm not seeing the Coog. Where's the Coog at, man? Hold I'm on, not the Coog. I got the whole cast here. No Coog. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who the fuck's the Coog? The Coog. I got it all. Carl Switzer. That was uh, Alfalfa. Billy Thomas is Buckwheat. Darla oh. Hood was Darla fucking Hood. <laughs> Where else? <laughs> he was trying that bitch. She hold was too on. dumb to know a name. Now, now Alfalfa. Yeah. Where else did he appear besides uh, Little Rascals? Johnny's First Wet Dream. No, that's no. possible. <laughs> white, white Christmas. White Christmas. Yeah. What well, is the song? The song no. or the movie? <laughs> the, movie. <laughs> the movie, right? The movie. Who's in the movie? Well, you had Bing Crosby. Oh. Alfalfa. <laughs> Apparently, he, he was. <laughs> you know that big scene with he, Alfalfa, and he was a Bing Crosby. Crosby. He was a picture of I an army soldier. Of a... Where's Darla? <laughs> Alfalfa right, is you know what? Fuck. All right, hold on, hold on. Fuck y'all. Uh, if you watch that show, Alfalfa just wanted to fuck so bad. He was just like, I need Darla. And they're like, dude, chill. We're like eight. Let's just go play in this tree. I was like, ah, where the fuck's Darla? I got to fuck her. I got the mumps. He always had the mumps. Like, he always had that thing tied around his head. The mumps. I remember the yeah, mumps. Yeah, the mumps. Do you remember Milk the... and Mush? No. Don't drink the milk. Ooh, it's spoiled. Do you remember that one? No. Oh, what what the episode yeah. when they made the cake and they put it in the oven and it went? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no cake can do that. <laughs> I know as much about the little rascals as I do about wrestling. Uh, you know, remember the time Uncle Elmer fought Alfalfa in a steel cage? Fought <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you get out of your basement. I, yeah, remember there was a giant funny. egg and uh, I like how you just told, told me Rick Flair, but it was the go- gobbledygooker instead. I like I love that. I and just told them a human being. Oh, you don't know about wrestling with little rascals? Get out of your basement. That is, <laughs> that is the ultimate basement knowledge. Right? <laughs> 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 
You don't like Dungeons and Dragons, you fucking loser. Uh, I'm out here saying push with my giant sword. Dungeons and Dragons. No, wait, wait, Dungeons and Dragons. There's 73 and a 3.3% chance of me beating Buckwheat. <laughs> Bitches love a Ouija board. Okay. What's going on? What's with the cartoons now? You make cartoons? I do. I'm, I am used to make a whole bunch of cartoons called the KR47 cartoons that were... Huh. My friend Rob would just destroy me. Like he'd make fun of me, and I, and like I, when I used to work at a bookstore, and he would just I'd come in every day, and he would just make fun of me, and it was so hilarious. Like he'd just destroy me, and um, I made a whole bunch of cartoons about that. And but now I'm working on the Pat cartoon, which is there's a Pat cartoon, yeah. a potatoes cartoon. That's not called that. Oh, I've been reading the thing, so <laughs> but, but it doesn't look like me and Dan, and it was great. It's a Pat Oates cartoon. I I, I, I feel. Two dollars plus tip is like coming to mind here. Um, Two dollars plus tip. Hold on, I'll get back to you on that. Oh, I'm lost. Um, Where are we at? Two dollars plus tip. You'll find out. All right, I will. Okay. But uh, but like I'm working on the pack cartoon, and I feel like it's taken me a little bit longer than normal cartoons because I was learning a 3D sculpture program. So now I like make 3D models of the the sets and so and it took me a long time to learn the program but now that i learned it and i'm making backgrounds i'm i'm making a little bit more progress like i'm starting to pick up speed a little i'm bit. looking forward to the bad old cartoon it's yeah. called i like it's called korean steven <laughs> it's about these two boys named Corey and steven and when they put their rings together a 45 year old middle-aged korean man shows up and helps them do shit oh right yeah that's just, it. He just has no powers. He's just fucking Korean and old like and kind of racist. <laughs> We're kind of going down the better off dead path. <laughs> Everybody wants some! Yeah! When, uh... Like I've, I've seen I like this part of the podcast where we watched Keg Google. <laughs> when John it's... Cusack was the uh, artist when he was uh, drawing different things and and everybody wants them was part of the uh, the burger portion of that movie, right? Old burger, man. Everybody remembers the burger. Uh, so, oh, one, one crazy summer as well. Um, hey, how do you like this beer? I just poured in your glass. This is a. This it tastes is, peary. It's a. It is. It's a pear. Uh, that was weak. This is a pear cider right here. You're trying to shut me down, man. Tastes peary. Yeah, that's not a word. No, no it is. I don't think it's used much, but it definitely is. I feel like if you looked that up in the dictionary, it'd be like essence of pear. Essence of... Oh. Adjective. Oh, man. I'd be happy if someone said, you want a word for you today? I'm like, what? They're like, essence of pear. Like, oh, thanks. That's nice of you. Nectar of the gods? Like, yeah, nectar of the gods. You want to smell like pear? You don't want to be shaped like pear. That's what I've learned in life. Yeah. No pear shapes. No one's ever like, you want that lady pear shape? Oh, I love her. Cannonball. <laughs> cannonball coming. All right, we got a cannonball coming. Right, a little bit of cannonball we've, left. We've neglected the I cannonball. I like how that was, that was almost done like like in the Green Acres when they would use the phones. It's like, Green oh, we have a cannonball. Oh, let me tell you, it was a cannonball. We have a cannonball. We have a cannonball. We have a cannonball. cannonball. Farm living is the life for me. Are you taking Dan Brown's keys? Because I think Dan's had a few cannibals. Dan, Dan, Dan does not get pickled. You don't get drunk, huh? Uh, I mean, I mean, just some of the splash. If I just get to go to the bathroom before I go, I think I'll be right. Well, definitely, yeah, you're. And when Dan, when Dan is drunk, he 
feels bad for things he did and then apologize. He's the most polite man. The one time he was like, I think I was almost mad at a person at um Stress Factory. Remember what was his name? What was that awful? Who's that awful fucking comic? That older black guy? That piece of shit. That, that oh, doesn't uh, narrow it down. Ricky Cole. Ricky Cole. Ricky Cole's a piece of shit. And Ricky Cole was being a dick. I guess he comes. You came home and you're like, I think I had too much to drink. I had one extra drink, and I almost told Ricky Cole I don't like him. <laughs> that was my favorite thing about you. Dan is so nice. He's like, I almost kind of said a bad mean thing, and then good night. And then Dan's just a nice guy. Dan doesn't. Dan's. A, Dan's a wonderful drunk. Yeah, he's great. I re- like I remember, like in the Joker's, Joker's Wild era, like Ricky Cole would always be talking loudly during everybody's set, and Pat had to like Pat. Smashed this guy so many times verbally, by the way, just to be clear. Yeah, for not sexually. Act <laughs> for <laughs> acting up, like being disrespectful. But I, but he, he comes to the joke. He comes to the stress factor once once in a while, and um, you know he's he's a little bit better nowadays. But, but he's, he's been verbally beaten down. Also, he's had banned from comics too. He's not really going anywhere. Banned he's, from comics. He's, huh? if, if you're doing a bringer and you get banned, that's not a good thing. Who else is banned from comics? Anybody good or? I mean, not officially banned, but like Dame is kind of like he's on bad favor with them. What, what, like, did he not show up or something? Many, many times. <laughs> not show up, not do things right. But, like, but they don't. He's one of comics over in uh, uh, Mohegan Sun. That's the one. That's where it is. And that, that, that was like a, it was like a fucking honky tonk. It is now. Oh no! They have the yeah. They have the country. They got a roadhouse now. There's country Western Yeah, that's yeah. why. I, that's why I perform all the time. I'm there. Like, I have my own show there twice a month. Yeah. It was kind of so. like fucking lame. Right. Did you go to the comedy club itself? That's also, no, I saw those na- half-naked ladies there. I was there. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was there, 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 there. But didn't go we, into we, the comedy club. No, we went there after a fucking show. Yeah. Up in the I mean, it, it, it's, a, it was, it's a country it was, bar with, with barbecue and stuff. And, they, and you know, they, it was fucking lame. For that part, if you go to the comedy club, the shows are great. And they have the best comics in the country there. So. Yeah, he had these fucking two girls, like, dancing. Yeah, they, that just started uh, it was like, a month ago at the most. People love it. I you're on. You're I, in the I, minority I, for that. All right, it's, I thought it was it. stupid. <laughs> Women in Daisy Dukes dancing around with a country band. Most people like that. They, they were. They, they were like assless chaps, and I was yeah. like, "Those yeah. are the." I don't really know if there are ass-filled chaps. Those are called pants. So I don't know why we call them assless chaps. Chaps. I have chaps with the ass in, and no other part. <laughs> Just ass chaps. I, know, I thought it was stupid. I feel like cowboys get really mad when you and say the, the word assless chaps. How many cowboys have you spoken to? Like 37. Oh, oh that's yeah. a good number. <laughs> so you know Dustin Chafin then, right? <laughs> the, uh, the band up, I, I thought it was pretty good, but... Yeah, the country band was good. The no, girls we, that were up yeah, there, we were at the know, it was, it was like, I can't stop the comments for a beer. That's all it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a way yeah, you walk by to be drawn in. That's I it. thought it was stupid. It's a bar. What was it supposed to do? <laughs> it's, it's a bar with a comedy club. All right, man. Where, where's um? So where you, where's everybody gonna be? Where, where are you gonna be, Dan? Next, Next time I'm gonna be at uh, Lorenzo's on March 15th. At West Haven. Yeah, Haven. Uh, they do comedy at Lorenzo's. I told you this yeah. about 25 minutes ago. Did you I really? said that's where John and Diane are gonna be. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and you said great, and I said, "Was, was I drinking?" Yeah, no, oh, yeah, we were drinking cannonball and everything. Man. We, we, we've been putting oh. on me, me and Brandon have been putting on shows at Lorenzo's now. We've, this will be our second one. We have a third one in May. Really? So, yeah, it's been great dinner and a show, and it's been fucking fantastic. And where's the album, where's the album going to be? The album is going to well first. Dan finished promoting your wonderful thing. Next time, uh, uh, the next book uh, event I have is going to be March twenty eighth at the Elbow Room, and then uh, what is it? Uh, April. I want to say it's the nineteenth. Nine. It's right after I'm doing it. That's a Friday. I think it's a Friday. I think it's the 19th. Yeah, it's a Friday. But that weekend, either way, that's when we're at the Hardcore Cupcakes. Because Hayfree's in in, in, uh, New Haven. Yeah. Anyway, 
I posted it on my face on my uh, Twitter uh, account. It's uh, at Ghosty. Yeah, we're not there on 420. We're there on 19th. So 420. Yeah. 420. Yeah. I'm in Agawam. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the yeah, I got Agawam. Really? Yeah, I perform a lot of Western Mass stuff. I was where, supposed where, to be where in Agawam. Ah, for the, it's at the Elks Club somewhere. I think there's a place called the Tank inside the Elks Club. Is it by, by the old Riverside or like uh, was that? I think it's Six on the other Flags? side. I'm not sure where exactly it is. They just hire me and I go. Oh, okay. um, the uh, com for all my articles and the podcasts and all that stuff. But mainly the album will be April 13th. You can find tickets at Eventbrite. If you go to my, if you just put in Pato's album recording on Facebook, you'll the, the link will come April up. April 13th. Is April 13th. Two shows there. Fifteen dollars each to go. Me, Paul Gregory's gonna host because he runs the room. Frankie Hill's gonna open for me. Oh, I'm gonna be doing it now. I heard so it's really fun. I love Frankie. So you should have him on here. He's fucking fantastic. I love He'll that drink with you. Wait, which is this Frankie Hill date? He's doing the uh, the album with me. <laughs> Nice. I was texting. And Paul Gregory. <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> Paul Gregory. That was some uh, prices right, right there. That's, That's what I did. Yep. And don't forget, uh, Saturday night, if you're in the Connecticut area, come down Ooh, to. Uh, I got a call. Huh? I got a call for uh, Saturday, man. Not the call. You. What? I'll save you a seat. No problem. All right. Cool. Saturday well, you got night. Tracy and Davey, right? Big show. Tracy, All the E's. Tracy uh, Locke, David Lozano, Katie Arroyo, Sam Hunter is going to be on the I show. I can't wait till David Lozano Locke. becomes older and wiser Sam and becomes David Hunter. Lozano. I, I'm waiting for David Lozano. That, 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 you might have to wait a while for that. I will. He's well, exactly. a handsome fellow. Sam. I haven't seen him in a long time. Andre Kim Jr., also a uh, friend of the show. Oh. It's a fun show. Yeah. And uh, But he's high profile, man. Who is that? Kid works hard, Andre? Andre Kim Jr. He's gangster. He, right now, he's opening it up for uh, Bam. And, uh, he's over there fucking bragging about all the rooms he fucking hangs out in. And hey, shit. man. He's doing his thing, man. He's a young he's kid really working good. really hard. Let him brag Fuck now. Andre Let him Kim Jr. No, be nice to Andre. Fuck, fuck Sam Hunter. Fuck Sam Hunter, Andre Kim Jr. Fuck Sam Hunter. Fuck them all. If you want to fuck them all, they'll all be at Costa Azura Saturday night. Uh, $45 for dinner at Open Bar. Open Bar. uh, Mm. Did I say Katie Arroyo is going to be All the Bud Light you can drink. From the Reluctantly Sad. I don't know. Reluctantly Here podcast. I got my podcast fucked up. Yeah, we're the podcast without a theme song about like like an collaboration TV show. Like you guys are Reluctantly Here. (laughs) You're all like perfect strangers. Our song's about our show. Reluctantly Sad. Reluctantly here and Pat Oza said, check out uh, Pat on uh, Patreon, right? Yeah, you can go, go to Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, go to Patreon. Just, go, just on dollar. iTunes or whatever, search Pat Oza said, and then it'll show, it'll show you the link why you, why you should listen to something worth paying for. That's absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to pay for it. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. I'm going We're for it. Right just right like sex. Right. Sometimes you pay for it. You got to pay. <laughs> I will not pay, pay for, for sex. But if you pay a dollar, you know you might do it. You're no, like, what is a dollar sex? <laughs> It's gotta be awful. But you're like, what is she doing, earning a buck? Is it like a, at least a reach around or what? You never know. You might get anal. All right, maybe a terrible butthole, no. like no. a like a loose Cheerio. Nah, like a broken bro- bro- yeah, balloon. Yeah, reach is good. Yeah. Thank you for having us. We Just love having you guys. Please come back. Really come back. We'll have you back. Oh, hey, Dan, what's going on? What's going on, man? What's out of here, Dan? Cabanamusic.com to hear all these great tunes. Thank you, Matthew Knight, for giving us some beer. And uh, April 27th will be at Brew. That's us. That's us, Brewery. That's a Brewery Ball. We'll be there at the Brewery Ball. And this Saturday night, we'll be at Costa Azura. Come check us out. Maybe there's a fight in the back. Yeah. Come on, Johnny. Oh, we'll just get hammered. 
Yeah, I'm opening for Gilbert Godfrey and Windsor Lodge. Oh, yeah, that's opening for So oh. come see that. Windsor Lodge, Bobby Bees. Yeah. Email us, Beer Man Beer Podcast at Gmail. I really gotta pee. Gotta pee. That's all I gotta pee. Now I gotta pee. Thank you for listening. We love you. Get him all. Get him all. All right. Get him all. Come on.